0: are clearly with those but i think at the moment it's it's inappropriate to comment while the police are doing their investigation which obviously we support them in and um you know we we just at the moment are thinking about the family at this very difficult time
1: The European Court of Human Rights is expected to determine whether prisoners who've been denied the vote are entitled to compensation. The case concerns ten men serving sentences in Scottish prisons who claim their rights were breached because they were prevented from voting in the 2009 European elections. People in a Hertfordshire village are so worried about a set of traffic lights they've put up a sign to warn motorists. The lights on the turning from the A5 into Markyate aren't working properly. The highways agency says there's an electrical fault caused by a utility company doing work in the area and hope to resolve the problem as soon as possible. The Campaign for Real Ale wants planning laws to be changed to protect pubs from being demolished or converted into supermarkets. More than 30 pubs are now said to be closing every week. The Oscar-winning actor and comedian Robin Williams has been found dead at his home in California. He was 63. Alastair Leithhead reports from Los Angeles.
2: The 63-year-old was discovered unconscious in his home near San Francisco. A statement from the county coroner said the suspected cause of death was suicide due to asphyxia. He had battled drug and alcohol addiction for many years, and his publicist said he had recently been battling severe depression.
1: In football, all our sides play in the Capital One Cup first round tonight. Stevenage welcome Watford to the Lamech Stadium. The MK Dons meet AFC Wimbledon, Luton are at home to Swindon and Wickham are away to Millwall. The weather, a dry start with sunny spells, some showers possible this afternoon and a high of 21 Celsius. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Oh, it's lovely. It's a really friendly um, community. All this week, we're featuring Flamstead and Marky 8.
4: People that are living in Marquette have been for generations. Friendly,
3: because everyone kind of knows each other, because it's really small. It's all about where you live. I think it's a typical English country village. The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Ah, oh, Shazbuck, man! Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Tuesday. It's Catherine's 43rd birthday. And we're celebrating by, you know, doing a show, And it? It's not really a celebration, it's a contractual obligation, but you get the idea. Coming up on the show this morning, Dangerous Roads laminated notes and troublesome traffic lights. You can tell whoever wrote this menu really wasn't focusing on it and was focusing on the bottle of wine that someone had bought them as a present. Oh, and there'll be other stuff as well. We, I'm just kind of warming up. It's only four, it's four minutes past six in the morning. Do you know how early that is? For goodness sakes. If you want to take part in the show, then you can do 08459 four double five five double five Across Beds, Hearts and Bucks
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio
5: Kelly Betts Insert, if you slip that in there Yeah And you just, you this just tight. There we go, lovely Don't, because no, I'm, I'm in enough trouble nine Thank you You reckon we should start with this? Yeah. Beautiful, let's have it
7: Gently enticing me Though there was There was something
5: Solo records not um, uh, owned by youngsters and the old alike, man. Her solo records are awesome, isn't it? Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio, 08459 four double five five double five. Now, rather sad story. A day after the funeral of a Luton toddler hit by a bus in Berry Park, the borough council is being accused of ignoring repeated safety warnings. An investigation is underway following the death of three year old Mayor Shezad. Meanwhile, a number of local business owners have contacted this show to say they've been asking the local authority to do something about dangerous levels of congestion in the area for years. Our reporter Danny Bailey joins in the studio. Danny, a sad story uh, and obviously still very fresh for people living in Berry Park, isn't it?
8: It is, and I have to say, feelings are running very high in the area at the moment, in part because this is precisely the sort of accident many people there feared might happen. And there are some rather graphic accounts of what happened circulating in Berry Park at the moment, uh, some from eyewitnesses, others from people who've heard it from a friend, and so on. Um, so we've got to remember that there is an investigation underway um, so here's what we know for mm. sure. Um, around quarter to four on Friday, a little girl by the name of Maya Aliya Shahzad was hit by an Arriva bus travelling along Dunstable Road. The road was then closed for more than four hours and screens were put up initially to allow emergency services to help Maya and then for police to begin their investigations The following day, it was announced that Maya had died of her injuries. Um, So police are now appealing for people to come forward with any information and bus services are set to resume through Berry Park today after Arriva suspended them as a mark of respect to the family.
5: What are people in the area telling us? You went down there yesterday, didn't you?
8: Yeah, understandably, there is a real feeling of sadness that this has happened, but I have to say that there's also quite a bit of anger from people who tell me that they've been begging the Borough Council to take action for years. They feel very Strongly that those pleas have been ignored. We'll be hearing later from a number of, number of local business leaders, including Mohammed Nadim, who owns Nadim Plaza. And that's the two-storey area that has a coffee shop that sits right in the middle of Berry Park. He's also a friend of the Shazad family and they feel that the fairly recent redesign of Dunstable Road, to include wider pedestrian walkways, has made the road much narrower for traffic and much more difficult for people to park. Um, so they want the road widened with zebra crossings and bus lanes installed. Um, so that's what the business leaders want, but I also spoke to people who were shopping and generally going about their day in the area. Here's what they told me.
9: Very right bad. Bus lanes supposed to go other side Why they put this side? Before they must go that side,
7: Barypak Road, not this road.
10: I think that you should get speed bumps, and um, the government should invest in zebra crossings, so it's safer for the little children to cross the roads.
7: The problem is they made the pavements wider, and the people in the shops can put the stuff all outside. So they made the roads skinnier. People don't hold the children's hands, and they run out like onto the roads, and that's what happens, like. The thing I would change
11: is zebra crossings, just access for pedestrians, uh, just because uh, the road is quite narrow and it's very limited what you can do to the road. As a parent, um, I think it's a parent's responsibility to make sure there's a lot of uh, resources, accessories that they can use on their child, like, for example, a wrist buckle that you can uh, link on to yourself and your child to stop the child running away
8: because it only takes a second for a child to run out on the street.
5: Uh, What has Luton Borough Council said?
8: Well, we asked to talk to Councillor Dave Taylor, who's in charge of highways at the Borough Council, but we were told that nobody could join us on the show this morning as the police investigation is ongoing and it would be inappropriate to say anything before that reaches its conclusion. Instead we have a statement Um, They say, like everyone else, we are deeply shocked and saddened to hear about the heartbreaking incident in Berry Park on Friday. Our thoughts and deepest condolences are with the girls' family and everyone else affected by this tragic accident. We are continuing to support the police, who are carrying out a thorough investigation to clarify exactly what has happened.
5: Uh, And the bus company, Arriva.
8: Again, they've refused to come on the programme, but say their deepest condolences go to the family of Maya and their thoughts are with all of her family, friends and the whole community at this tragic loss they suspended their services through Barry Park in Luton yesterday as a mark of respect but say that the buses will resume to normal service again today Danny thank you very much
3: If you hear a whisper give us a shout Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Radio
5: Now interestingly in that uh, little piece we heard of Danny speaking to people on the street a woman mentioned something I was going to mention I've been meaning to mention the last couple of weeks You are right, Kels?
10: Oh, yeah.
5: Um, the wrist straps on kids. Is this a new phenomenon, the wrist straps? Because I've just in the last week, I've seen loads of them and I, I don't remember ever seeing them before. Guys? Is this on? Hello? I'm Blue talking. Bands. I'm-
12: I remember rains when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah. No, they- and sometimes you could get them with like little Bambies on and. To make them look less like a I used to wear reins which is what they were. I used to
5: wear reins. My mum used to swing me around <laughs> Did with she? the reins. Yeah, you swing me around with the reins. But these are these are like straps, that you strap it onto your arm. Are like a leash. It's like a leash. Have you seen them?
12: I've seen them, I don't like them.
5: I'm not I'm not a fan they're a little bit odd. I
12: think it avoids teaching your child to just hold your hand across the road. Yeah. And also you've got more of an extension with that. They could be another metre away from yeah, you. Yeah,
5: it's not like dog leads, that the extender leads.
12: No, I know they don't <laughs> bounce, but you've still got because you've got a rope there, it's longer than your arm, isn't it?
5: I, uh, you're right, Kels. Yes. I uh, has the loom bands thing gone because I know I've got some in an envelope that was sent to me. But I still don't have my birthday presents, guys. Still there. Um, I'm it, quite it-
12: good at making them now. Yeah, me too. That's what happens when you've got a little girl who fancies one but can't make them herself. Oh. I've got no excuse.
5: You are a little girl. Thanks. I, um, uh, I think the phenomenon's gone, guys. And now it's, they're an ecological disaster no, waiting can to happen. Yeah, get ones that
10: smell nice now. Oh. Yeah, glow-in-the-dark we've glow got. In the dark. Glittery. Star-shaped. Jelly.
5: And, unless they make some that, that uh, can speak, I'm not particularly interested. Have they done that yet?
10: I can make them that look like beads. We can make
5: you a loom dog. He's a Chinese fella, isn't he? Yes. <clears throat> and it cost him, like, a, a few thousand dollars, and he's made... Uh, I don't know. Millions. Quite a um, lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Mil- I'm going to say millions. Say
12: millions.
10: I mean,
5: I don't quite... Uh, but it's gone.
12: Out of rubber bands.
5: In my day, we had Luby Loos. What's that then? Right, you get plastic. Lubi Loos Lube were insane, okay? This is how... Ins- it doesn't sound insane until right at the very end, okay? Uh, so it was like thick... It was thin bits of plastic, right? And you would weave them into, uh, like, key ring. Basically there were long bits of plastic that you'd weave them into and then you'd go, oh, this is a key ring. Right. Or this is a whatever. And, but at the end you'd have... These loose bits of plastic. So, as a child, you'd get a match and you'd light it and you'd burn it so uh, shut. Right. Yeah, as oh. a child.
12: We used to do friendship bracelets made out of sort of embroidery silks. Do you remember those? You used to knot them.
5: I used to buy, used to buy you them had in Camden. those
12: bracelets that you'd slap them. on your wrists.
5: Wow, snap attacks. Yes. Is that what they were called? No. Oh. Uh,
10: they're like.
5: Uh, okay, time for the travel. <laughs>
6: travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting to build up a little bit now on the Great North Road, just approaching the Black Cat roundabout. The Emma 25 heading anti-clockwise there's a lane closed at the moment uh, following an accident between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. Uh, some recovery work is now taking place. Also anti-clockwise there's a lane blocked uh, between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and Junction 25 for Enfield. That's heading through the roadwork's area because another accident's happened there. So far, looking at the trains, everything's running well. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much.
5: 6.16. It's Tuesday the 12th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. It's claimed Luton Council were warned about the dangers of a road where a three-year-old was killed on Friday. Comic actor Robin Williams has died at the age of 63 in an apparent suicide. And in football, there's a Hertfordshire Derby. Derby? Derby. Tonight, as Stevenage take on Watford in the Capital One Cup. BBC
3: Three Counties Radio.
5: Can I just say, guys, there is no chance we're playing Adele next. You've got 51 seconds to find us something decent.
3: The JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio.
14: This morning, I'm highlighting one of the biggest traffic problems in Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Local residents in Flamstead say that Chequers Hill is so dangerous they avoid it at all costs.
13: When you pull out, it's pulling out into the middle of the road. But sometimes you find people indicate left and they're carrying on. So, you know, that's how the accidents happen.
14: The local MP has also told me it's not safe. And he wonders whether it'll take a deadly accident for the highways agency to do something about it. I'll be live at the junction to see for myself And I want your views Park up safely and come and see it for yourself Or give me a call and have your say
3: The JVS Show
14: Live from Flamstead This morning from nine Here on BBC Three Counties Radio
5: Well this isn't Adele, thank goodness it's about falling in love with a sexy computer Hands up if you're going to be watching Weird Science this afternoon Just me? Yay! cows, come and watch Weird Science at my house. The kids are gone on holiday for three weeks. Yeah?
10: Do I get paid? Yes. OK, I'm there. Yeah, I love Friends!
5: Last month, we were contacted by a number of people who went to visit the graves of their loved ones in Sandy only to find a little note from the town council. The laminated card was a notice telling them to remove all trinkets, toys and ornaments from their relatives' resting places. Well, Catherine Boyle can update us. Uh, Catherine, these notes came as a bit of a shock, didn't they?
12: Yeah, just a bit. I think the feeling was that it was a bit of a cold way to approach grieving families. Here's what they told our reporter Sophie Salaria. She went down to the cemetery a couple of weeks ago.
15: Well, I come down... I think it was last thursday and i found the sign put on my son's grave which i thought was a bit disgusting and a bit unfair you know because i think they should have posted it or let us know in a different way not putting them on the graveyard and so tell me about billy and how old he was he was 14 he went to the doctors for a water infection but he had burst appendix and the doctors didn't pick it up and he passed away tragically in december
16: can you take me to billy's grave certainly We've just arrived where Billy lays. So what we're looking at here is a wooden cross, three solar-powered ornaments, ornaments. uh, one with a butterfly on, a dragonfly, and also a flower. Someone's put some loom bands on them as well. And then next to the loom bands, there's a plastic hand, blue hand, that says, high five, Billy. Yeah, that's from another child, from two more children. There's a tiny little cross as well that's made out of stone that says, dear son, we miss you. Yeah. All of that has to go, does it? Yep, everything. I noticed that these laminates are on near enough every single gravestone that there is. One over there with a wooden cross and nothing else. A wooden cross and a laminate. Let's read one of these laminates, shall we? We are sorry, but trinkets, toys, ornaments and lighting are not permitted on graves in this cemetery. Please remove them immediately. If items have not been removed by the 1st of September, the council will dispose of them. That's Sandy Town Council in red lettering at the bottom. When you first saw this laminate, Melanie,
15: how did you feel? I was disgusted with it. I did walk the churchyard to check to see if everybody's got them, but it only seems to be in this little area here. the baby graves on the other side hasn't got any.
16: We're now joined by Janet and her husband. So what's your name? Roy. Oh. Roy's truly upset about this. You're crying, Roy. Please tell me, if you can, why this is upsetting you so.
9: I just feel like that i have been penalised. It's only just seven six to have come up here and find all these
16: cards, like this. I just feel like we've been penalised. You feel penalised. He feels penalised,
15: Melanie. Why
16: does he feel penalised?
15: Because he's got his mum and dad up here, his brother up here, his grandparents are up here. It costs a lot of money to buy the plot, so at the end of the day, we should be able to put what we like on on them.
5: September the 1st is fast approaching. What's the latest?
12: Well, we're, there was a meeting of Sandy Town Council. It was due to take le- place last night and many of the residents that we've spoken to who were angered by the decision to leave these notes were set to attend. We're going to be catching up with them. They believe items on the graves of their loved ones should be left alone as long as they don't interfere with other plots. Um, we'll be speaking later on to Joy Carroll and Trixie Smith, who have relatives buried at the cemetery, to find out what happened at the meeting. But they Across beds, hearts and
3: bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Apologies. <laughs> you were about to freestyle. I was
12: about to just say they were trying to get, get in with the council before that deadline, of you know, okay. is up so that they yeah. can try to change their the minds.
5: But I... I mind. OK, are we finished now?
12: I suppose so, yeah. Or
5: Guado, we have. Um... I remembered what I was trying to tell you yesterday about the movie Planes. Right. I remember I started the story, and I did. we're talking about the movie Planes 2, Kelly Betts. Planes 2. Awful, awful, lazy, Pixar. Is that the one
12: that's with snakes on it? No, not snakes on a plane, just planes.
5: Just is planes? it the one
10: with that guy that says, don't call me Shirley?
5: She is no. really... Already p- 25 minutes in, getting on my goat.
12: It's just plain planes. Getting oh. on my goat, is that a phrase? Getting yeah. my goat. I don't think you get on it.
5: Get off my goat. Get off my goat! The reason do you know the reason you can't ride a zebra like a horse?
10: Um because they're not horses. Oh.
5: Weak ankles. Weak ankles, Wankle. right weak ankles. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake!
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Weak ankles. Gosh Gosh. Well, there now we're quit. What's so funny in there? Now it quits.
10: Oh, we're not even nearly done. <clears throat> what was well, the story at the plane?
12: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this film,
10: quick. You,
5: you, you think you had something on me last week? Boy, oh boy, you've got it now. Uh, so I went to see. I went to see Planes Too. Oh
12: dear.
5: I tell you I'm, I'm going to get a record because I just don't think you that's what I'm
12: desperately trying to. Ah, got
5: one. There we go. There we go. Man alive, they're, they're going to get me this week, aren't they?
17: I need to laugh And when the sun is out I've got something I can laugh about I feel good in a special way I'm in love and it's a sunny day Good day sunshine Good day sunshine Good day sunshine Beatles
5: song wasn't long enough to uh, cover my shame I should apologise of course if anybody was offended by me trying to be clever uh, which often happens, I, I apologise it was, it was a genuine and deliberate mistake and uh,
12: a genuine and deliberate
5: no hang on what does that mean, oh gosh it's getting worse it was a genuine mistake deliberately is that better?
17: Uh, Basically, no. I was don't doing... Don't use the, thi- the word
5: deliberate. I, it was an accident. I was doing the thing we do where we put two words together to make one word and it came oh, out Oh Whoa,
12: whoa, wrong. whoa. whoa. We, we don't do that. Oh, you...
5: Don't leave me. Don't abandon me. <laughs> For goodness sakes. You had two weeks How's gardening your garden leave.
12: garden looking? Yeah, I was going to say.
5: It needs a little tending. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's, let's move on. That never happened. And the... Uh, it did happen. No. No. Oh, wait. 459. Five, 455. Double, 555, double, guys. Let's... let's uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
13: building up a bit now on the speed sensors on the Great North Road approaching at the Black Cat roundabout at the moment where those roadworks are continuing. On the M25 heading anti-clockwise there's a lane closed at the moment uh, between Junction 19 for Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. That's following an accident there's some recovery work that's now taking place. Also anti-clockwise on the M25 there's a lane blocked between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and Junction 25 for Enfield heading through the roadworks area. There's been an accident there as well. At the moment So is suspended on the Bakerloo line between Queen's Park and Harrow and the Wealdstone um, due to a signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
13: This is BBC Three
3: Counties Radio.
1: At 6:30, I'm Jane Killick. Business owners in the Berry Park area of Luton have told BBC Three Counties Radio they'd warned the council about the dangers of Dunstable Road, but were ignored. It comes after three-year-old Maya Shazad died in a bus collision while crossing the road on Friday afternoon. People in a Hertfordshire village are so worried about a set of traffic lights, they've put up a sign to warn motorists. Lights on the turning from the A5 into Mark 8 aren't working properly. And the Oscar-winning actor and comedian Robin Williams has been found dead at his home in California. It's believed the 63-year-old committed suicide. The weather, a bright start with a few heavy showers developing. On to sport, and there's Capital One Cup first-round action for all our teams tonight. In a Hertfordshire derby, Stevenage take on Watford at the Lamex. Both clubs won at the weekend. Hornets defender Joel Ekstrand says communication on the pitch has improved since last season.
18: We, we've spoken about that we need to speak about every situation and help each other rather than keeping quiet. So if someone has something to say, we, we say it and we sort it out directly.
1: MK Dons renewed their rivalry with AFC Wimbledon in the Cup. The pair met for the first time two seasons ago in the FA Cup. Manager Carl Robinson says Cup success is not the priority this season.
19: The league's more important than the Cup for me, um, and always will be. The game on Saturday is massive, away Peter Peterborough, and so, um, we also have to put that into perspective as well. It's not my job as a manager to get carried away with all the controversy that surrounds the games. I have to just pick a team to be successful in the league and compete in the league. Um, we've always had a relatively good Cup success. So obviously, for obvious reasons, would it be the next game you want to win it.
1: Luton Town play their first home match of the season in the Cup tie against Swindon. Manager John Still says it will be a test for his side against a team from the division
20: above. When you get this Cup game that pits you against higher opposition, I think that gives you a little boost. You know. We were a conference team last year. We we're playing a Division One team this year, so I think that gives it a, a little bit of extra edge. We'll try and have an alternative way of playing because sometimes someone might come up with saying that we've got. To, Hold on, we've got to overcome this, and uh, I think we might have to have it in our locker this year that we can change a little bit.
1: Wickham Wanderers are also in cup action, away to Millwall. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next bulletin is at seven.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio. Just Checking the internet.
5: Oh! Oh, no, don't tweet. Delete that. You can't tweet that. What? You can't. I'm just checking the internet to see if I got away with it. And you've just tweeted it. What I'm saying is delete the tweet. But... Dweet, tweet <laughs> You can't Now people are retweeting it
12: They'll be in the podcast anyway Yeah, but it,
5: Oh, for goodness sake! Can
12: we, can we put that in the podcast? It's the internet I mean, what it. I did was, was wrong <sighs> But it was a biological term So is mine it's
5: actual Let's swear. not even dwell on it Because the dwelling is the thing that will, okay, they'll stop, get me with Stop
12: it, stop it What's Nothing a, happened.
5: What's in the papers, Catherine? All
12: manner of other things than that.
5: Here's something. Nicholas Lyndhurst, one of the most famous actors in this country. Tell me what you know about him. He
12: was in Goodnight, Sweetheart.
5: OK. He's got a long face. Tell me what you know about his personal life.
12: It's um, a good question. He's married to Cassandra. Right. He's got oh, a,
5: a child. Kelly, Nicholas yeah. Lyndhurst. Yeah. One of the most recognisable faces in Britain. Yeah. What do you know about his personal life?
10: He sang the theme tune to Only Fools and no, Horses. No, he didn't. That was John
5: yeah. Sullivan, the writer. Oh, I really thought it was him. Yeah, OK. No, what we've proved here is nobody knows anything about his personal life. Brackets. Always interested. Well, no, because because he doesn't play the game. Can you think of any other celebrity... And he's really famous. Can you think of any other celebrity Well, you don't know... I don't know if he's gay or straight, married, got kids, a divorce... I don't know anything about him. Mm. Don't you think that's interesting?
15: Yeah.
10: But well, who's, who's... What magazine would he... Go in, like, but the thing, thing is, is, in the
5: eighties, he was a big. big... I mean, he's, he's still a famous actor. He was a big, big star. Fools and Horses. I know about David Jason. Boy, do I know about David Jason. But Lyndhurst, I don't know nothing about. Don't don't Google it. I His bet middle even Wikipedia. Name is Simon. What?
10: His middle name oh, is Simon. Goodness.
5: But Wikipedia just says Nicholas Lyndhurst. We don't know anything. Does it? Sure, why not? It will do in a minute because you can change it. Right? You? Okay. Well. Can someone change Nicholas Lindhurst's Wikipedia anyway, page? Anyway, so what about him? No, it's just in the paper, and he's uh, every. I just think I don't know anything about that man, and I find that interesting. Yes. All right,
12: go on. I you- wish I knew a little less about you. <laughs> <laughs> I see
5: what I will do then. I'll remove that, shall I?
12: Uh please, if you don't mind.
5: Mini fry up is ideal if you're a little hungry. The traditional British fry up is making a comeback. Do you want a birthday birthday brick? Yeah. Happy 43rd. I'm not 43. While a large... I was being polite. While a large plate of eggs, bacon, sausages, fried bread, tomatoes and mushrooms... I don't get the tomatoes in a fry
12: No, I think that's to make you try and feel like you're uh, being healthy. But it's a fried tomato, isn't may
5: it? may still be a favourite at weekends. It's being... Yeah, of course it is.
12: On it- a weekend, I can't or grilled- frying up. Can you fry up on a weekend? I can't be bothered.
5: Well, I might do this weekend. Oh, yeah. Cats away, the mice can be running all over the shop.
12: Eating fried stuff.
5: People apparently want much smaller portions and for only one element to be fried, usually the eggs, in a week. What is, this? what is this? Oh, it comes from oh, it comes from this lot. Right, propaganda. The British Egg, egg. Industry Council. Oh, oh the Eggmen. Yeah, the Eggmen are back. You are the Eggmen, are you? You thought it would be cool because it was in a Beatles song. Well, it's not cool. I'm not buying into your fascist propaganda. People want more than just fried eggs for breakfast, you suckers.
12: coo, coo What you got? Um, baby Fear stops one in three bosses hiring women.
5: We had this last week. I interviewed... Who do, oh, none of you were here last week. No. Um, I Didn't interviewed. Uh, I interviewed Ellis, who is excellent, by the way, Kelly. Oh,
12: you've just pulled your fader okay. thing off.
5: Don't be careful. I know where you were going with that. I, uh, Ellis Glossop was excellent last week.
12: I I know.
5: Okay, just just saying as a warning. Okay. Right. I interviewed Ellis for a job, and Paul Scowins, who he wasn't very good last week. What? Well, um... So uh, for for a job in my plastics factory. No, you interviewed me. That was a different factory.
12: Uh, I think that was that was, ages that ago. was cardboard boxes or duvet right, boxes. Or it doesn't matter
5: either way. Both times, I gave the job to a fella because I didn't want a woman coming in and having a baby and ruining the carpet. Uh, the carpet, not the carpet. The f- workflow situation. I think
12: you'll find that a lot of your favourite people in this office are the women. So
5: oh look, everyone's retweeting it now.
12: A third of ma- well, let's just talk about something else. A third of managers would rather employ a man in his twenties or thirties. <sighs> Then a woman the same age because of maternity leave, according to a study. Hey, hey, one in three the men can take time off too. Now you might want to rethink
5: that. The survey. Yeah, f- but we're not going to be sitting there going, "Oh, I really need to eat a bit of coal and marmite." And then you got all the guys in the office trying to find coal and marmite for the lady.
12: You I've been pregnant twice in this office. I didn't eat any cola or marmite. Ah,
17: I Can't eat cola, marmite. It's a craving for my baby.
12: No sausage rolls. <laughs> my first is. Uh, then I'd have to rush off to, meat.
5: I'd have to rush off to Greg's for you.
12: Yeah. No, I'd I'm not do gonna it to. do so. I'd waddle down there myself. Yeah, exactly. You take As... more time off work than a smoker. Oh shh. So um, I'm helping the nation. be paying your pension. The survey of what? 500 managers by law film Slater and Gordon also found that 40% would be wary of hiring a woman who already has a child or hiring a mother for a senior role. I might as well give up now.
5: Kelly's found out some uh, Nicholas Lindhurst facts.
12: Sorry, say that again.
5: We'll find them after this <laughs> from Frozen. What's the issue? Oh, by the way, I had so many angry um, tweets and emails from dads yesterday and a few mums saying, oh, thanks a lot for this. We have to listen to this rubbish in the car. Rubbish? Why? Now we've got to listen to it on the radio. The Frozen soundtrack, I'm going to... The Frozen soundtrack is one of the best five albums of all time. Yeah? Back to the songs.
15: Oh, dear. Why are you holding back from such a man? Is it the clumpy way he walks? Or
17: the grumpy way he talks
15: Or the pear-shaped,
1: square-shaped weirdness of his feet
21: And though we know he washes well He always ends up sort of smelly
17: But you'll never meet a fellow Who's as sensitive and sweet So we're he's a, a bit, bit of a fixer-upper So he's got a few flaws Like his peculiar brain dear. His thing with the reindeer That's, that's a little outside of nature's laws So he's a bit of a fixer-upper But this we're certain of You can pick. Just her up, up with a little bit of Can we please just stop talking about this? We've got a real actual problem here. I'll say. So tell me, dear, is it the way that he runs scared? Or that he's socially impaired? Or that he only likes to tinkle in the woods?
6: What? Are you holding back your fondness due to his unmanly blondness?
17: Or the way he covers a petty beyond? To do. The way to mix up this fixer-upper is to fix it up for you. Enough! She engaged to someone else, okay? So she's a bit of a fixer-upper. That's a minor thing. Her quote engagement is a flex arrangement.
4: And by the way, I don't see no ring. So she's a bit of a fixer-upper. Her
17: brain's a bit between. Get the fiance out of the way. Do you, Anna, take Kristoff
14: to be
12: your trollfully wedded... what?
18: You're getting married.
5: Well, I hope you enjoyed that song. We couldn't hear it here.
12: <laughs> no, but we kind of know it anyway, don't yes, we? Yes, we know it. It goes around our heads like hold music.
5: What you got in the papers, the Kat?
12: Soundtrack. Uh, well, our front page, we've got to address this, that Robin Williams commits suicide. Oh, man! That, that's in quotes. This is what they think may have happened. But
5: oh, not- man! Robin- I tu- it was one of those things where I turned on Twitter this morning and I, it was just full of Robin Williams rest in peace. I'm thinking, oh, gosh, this is very sad.
12: Not a huge surprise, though, is it, really? Because it was reported a few weeks ago that he was struggling, but it's it's still, it's awful.
5: Hey, I heard a really bitchy uh, 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 presenter on another radio station, I won't even give him the oxygen of naming him, uh, a few weeks ago, being really nasty about Robin Williams going back into rehab. He was doing that. the whole, oh, he, what has a multi-millionaire actor got to be depressed about? He's probably back on drugs. He used to, well, he may wow. be back on drugs. He may, have, you know, you can still be depressed and be a millionaire.
12: Sound of compassion. Someone trying to sort themselves out and <sighs> you stick the
5: boot in. It's weird. It. Uh, it's, re- I mean, I, 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 completely honest, his last few films have been rubbish, but 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 more and Mindy. But I love Popeye, even though everyone else hates Popeye. I went to the pictures to see Popeye, I flipping love it. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a masterpiece. You look at this, it's so stylized, it's wonderful. What was the one I was watching um, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, probably, where he's um, with Jeff Bridges, and Jeff Bridges is the radio host?
12: Oh, not good f- morning, Vietnam.
5: No, 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 not, uh, not that, not the Fisher King. Maybe it was the Fisher King, maybe it was the Fisher King, anyway. Sad, dead, man. Dead
12: poets, of course, to find a generation.
5: Yeah, it's sad, man. Um,
12: yeah.
5: Hey, here we go. So, OK, while we're doing the, the, the gruesome stuff, 12 and 13 of the uh, Daily Mail, it's the, the, it's the pictures of the baby that was in a buggy on the London Underground and it, it kind of, the buggy kind of rolled mm-hmm. onto the track. Have you seen this? It's, the buggy rolls onto the track and the mum climbs onto the track... To rescue the kitty,
12: I saw the Twitter stuff yesterday, and it was, it was a kind of wow, a baby 's been saved from the track. Yeah. And there was no comment as to how it got there. when you see the pictures in the well, mail the daily this
5: Express kind of kind of do a wow well, heroic mum, but then when you look at the the chain of events that caused this to happen uh, it 's a mixture of bad luck and i 'm going to say it 's stupidity so the, picture, the chain of events are there is a gentleman carrying a buggy down the stairs as you have to do at the the, the, the platform. He puts the buggy facing the stairs, so side onto the platform. Mm. Then he goes upstairs to get another buggy. A freak gust of wind goes by, turns the buggy around.
12: Which sounds like something from Poltergeist.
5: Yeah, you. The first thing you said was, oh, it's a ghost, did it? I
12: was joking. But it was just such bad luck, isn't it? So the, bu- the buggy gets turned around, so the wheels are now pr- aligned with, you know, moving towards the rails. And that's exactly what happens.
5: And then there's another gust of wind, and it blows... The, the thing, but first of all, okay, whenever I, the few times I've taken my boys when they were in buggies on the, the underground, never let go of it. Brakes were always on and never let go of it at all.
12: Plus it's a nightmare even trying to do that.
5: And to leave that at the bottom of the stairs, I'm sure the person could probably see the kid and stuff, but uh, it, it's just, it's ju- just the most frightening, frightening thing.
12: There's more to this one, isn't there? Now they're looking for the uh, couple involved.
5: I feel sorry. There's a lad on the platform who's been dragged into this story through no fault of his own. Well, he it
12: does look like he's not doing anything. Well, to
5: him. he doesn't, for most of the part, most of it, he doesn't notice, okay? He's got his headphones on, he's got his back to the scene. At the very, very end, he notices. He's
12: watching what's going on with his arms crossed, he 's never a good look, is it? There's
5: a toddler in the other buggy. Anyway, it's terrifying. Yeah. 08459, yeah. oh, five, 455, double, 555. We'll have more uh, from the papers after the travel.
13: The M1 at Luton Spurs starting to look a little bit busy between junction 10A for the Kidneywood roundabout and junction 10 for Luton Airport. Those, those major roadworks continue there. So far, the A414, that's looking good around the Park Street roundabout, not seeing any problems there. On the M25, they're heading anti clockwise. There's a lane closed at the moment between junction 19 for Watford and junction 18 at Chorleywood. Um, that's following an accident and recovery work that's now taking place. Also queuing on the M25 anti clockwise between junction 26 for Waltham. Abbey and junction 25 for Enfield following an accident there, and services suspended at the moment on the Bakerloo line between Queen's Park and Haron the Wildstone following um, signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much. Right, six forty-six. It's Tuesday, the twelfth of uh, August. I mean, August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Business leaders in the Berry Park area of Luton say they warned councillors about a road where a three-year-old girl died. Villagers have put up their own sign on the A5 in Hertfordshire where traffic lights aren't working properly. And tributes are coming in for actor Robin Williams, who's been found dead in California. Let's get the weather. Here's
3: Kate. <laughs> Good
22: morning. It's a bright start for many of us this morning. Bit of cloud out there, but it is bright and dry fundamentally. We do run the risk of one or two showers through the course of the day. One or two could be quite heavy, but we've still got that breeze. So any showers we do get will be blown through very quickly. They shouldn't last for too long at all. Temperature feeling quite fresh this morning because we had clear skies overnight. The temperature snuck down almost into single figures. It's raining between 11 and 13 Celsius across all three counties at the moment. So it is fresh. Fresh and that breeze is going to keep things feeling quite cool through the day. Maximum temperature, though, getting up to around 20, maybe 21 Celsius. Overnight, any showers we do get will die out. We'll get some long clear spells. Hanging on to the breeze to start with, but gradually as the night wears on, it will fall a little lighter. Not disappear completely, but it will start to decrease. Minimum temperature, 12 Celsius. Tomorrow, a similar day. Again, quite cool with that breeze. Bright, sunny spells, but also one or two scattered showers. And that's your forecast.
3: Thank you. Nick Coffer, across Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
4: I'm at Bletchley Park today for a very, very important special occasion. For me, being out of the studio is about putting faces to names and bringing to life all that's brilliant about Beds, Hearts and Bucks. If you know the high street here and you've never seen what goes on behind, you really should because it's like a whole new world. Nick Coffer. I think for my listeners, they get a chance to hear about places they may never have visited. In fact, they may never have heard of. And also, they hear the stories from the people that bring those places to life. That It's one of the mysteries of Abbot's Langley Fire Brigade.
3: Nick Coffer, across...
5: What is the mystery? On BBC... Stop teasing us, Nick! Stop teasing us, old man. What is the flipping mystery of Abbots Langley Fire Brigade? What is the mystery?
12: We've had a listener who's been tempted to ask the radiator man from Abbots Langley what I, the mystery is. I do, had an email. You if you're from Abbots Langley, do you know what the mystery is and you're keeping it from us? I
5: had an email saying my from a regular listener to the show, uh, Scott, who says, my mum is having a radiator installed. <laughs> the installer is from Abbots Langley. I really want to ask him what the mystery of the fire station is.
12: Careful, though. It might be like the Wicker Man.
5: You don't want... It would be like taking that pill in the Matrix. Once your eyes have been opened, they <laughs> cannot be closed. Closed. They cannot be closed. What have you got in the papers?
12: There's one here. Plight of millions without friend. Millions of Britons admit they are lonely and unloved because they do not have one close friend. Oh. The vast majority of people have at least one person they can turn to in times of need, but almost one in ten uh, adults do not. A study has found. That's sad, isn't it? This is from. Yeah, um, I think you relate.
5: Forgot, I think you've forgotten how to do this. We kind of do like the kind of light, the lighter end of It's a sideways glance at the wacky news stories of the day. Uh, okay.
12: Well, yeah. the, the good news is that they've obviously got lots of good time friends, just no one that they can uh, moan
5: to. Would you be my good time friend?
12: <laughs> no.
5: Okay. Uh, can I just say, yesterday, I became a 15-year-old boy again for a moment.
12: Again? What do you mean?
5: Well, I was 15. You're
12: getting older. <laughs> Normally, you're about 12.
5: My wife texted me a photograph of something. Right? Some, some scribble. I was going, what? What is this? What is, this? What is this childlike? Sc-? Oh, my days, it's Jackie Chan's autograph. She got me Jackie Chan's autograph. I flippin' love Jackie Chan. Apparently the reason that the writing on it was so bad is he was beating the whatever out of 15 people at the same time as signing that autograph.
12: Because he'd been on The One Show, and that he, happens.
5: He'd been on The One. Jackie Chan was on The One Show, guys. I got Jackie Chan's autograph. That's up, and it came, in, it came downstairs, and it's in the kitchen. That's up there. The coolest autograph i have got are all the monkeys on a CD <gasps> and Jackie Chan. That's it. I'm done now. I'm done.
12: I've only got Noddy holders.
17: <laughs> oh, and
12: Jim Bacon, the weatherman.
17: Huh? Yeah. Is he when regional? I was,
12: when I was a kid, went and did a gym competition down at the uh, East of England show, and he
5: was What? When you mean like, a gym competition? I studied gym gym oh, gymnastics. Oh, gymnastics. You can't you can't <laughs> introduce a gym competition when there's someone called Jim in he the story. He would store win
12: red. it. He would win it, Jim Bacon. Is he was the best he? gym. Is he regional? Yeah.
5: Ay. I was once too scared to meet Ed Stewpot Stewart. I've met him. Uh, is he nice? Yeah. Your, um, your dry lips are saying a lot. <laughs> no. you got the Oh, no, it's lips. not him
12: that I've met. Oh. It's um, the other one. Okay. Thingy. Thingy, what's it?
5: Okay. I was too scared to meet him at a, a, a brownies event. Oh. They've changed the brownie uniform. I
12: know. They changed it when I was a guide. And, well, they would have done. I was there for oh, a now night, it's, 20
5: years. Now it's a, <laughs> now it's a hoodie. Oh,
12: yeah, f- it was a sweatshirt. It got changed to a sweatshirt. Um, I kind of like the little pillbox, you know, the Jackie O pillbox hats that we used to wear. But then it got changed to a baseball
5: cap. Uh, let's try and get uh, yeah. And, and then they changed the, um, the the oath you have to swear into a rap.
17: <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, Brown Owl got out the beatbox and laid down some fat ones. Yeah. Uh, when I, I used to hate the uh, Cubs uniform because it was the itchiest jumper it's in cute the though. world. When you're,
12: an, when you're an adult, you see you, it's cute. You
5: look cute. Yeah, definitely. But man alive, it was the itchiest jumper in the world. Well,
12: they were like military jumpers, weren't they?
5: Yeah. They for comfort. We had a military blanket in our house. My dad used to be in the army. He used to be one of the um, horse guards. Got some amazing pictures of his horse. Anyway, so we had a military blanket that he obviously nicked from the military. From a horse. Why, was it, why were they so itchy? Why would anyone? And why was the, the jumper that Nanny Pegg made me when I was seven really itchy as well? Because they were built to last. They weren't built for comfort. The 70s were just awful in so many ways, weren't they, Joyce? Yes, they were. Have you got any itchy clothes?
23: (laughs) I was just thinking, Mm. I've got a blanket that my daughter, years ago, put all her badges, stitched them on the badges from guides and this and that, and they're lovely.
5: Oh, that's a nice thing. Have you still got it? Oh, yeah. Do you sleep under it? Do you use it for the dog? (laughs) No. (laughs) I've got Jackie Chan's autograph, Joyce. Oh, great. Yeah. Do you know who Jackie Chan is? No. Oh. I've heard her singing. Sorry? Does she sing? Does she sing? Okay, she's
12: a very good singer. Jesse she, Jean. she, yes.
5: well, she, he does. He sings the theme tunes to all of his movies. Does he? Yeah, he does. He's a big pop star. It, it's a fella. He's a mm. Chinese fella.
12: Yes, he's he's a karate bi- man. Does a, <laughs> he's a what? Karate man.
5: <laughs> he's a karate man. Anyway, Joyce, you're through to Ian and Catherine on the Ian and Catherine special this morning. What would you like to say?
23: Very nice. Um, you were talking about traffic in Bury Park earlier on. Yeah. Um, oh. And oh, dear. Are you all right? Yeah, sorry. That's OK. It's a bit. we, we have um, rung the council at the town, uh, you know, in Luton Town Hall. And we've said we were concerned regarding Marsh Road, Leagrave, opposite Iceland. Because there's Lidl's opposite and when you're crossing on Lidl's side, on the pavements, yeah. you have to watch traffic from your right, traffic from behind you behind. coming in yep. and also the traffic coming forward and going left into Lidl's. And we should have a little crossing or... A painted. little cross- crossing. Yeah.
5: So when you phoned up the council, what did they say?
23: Oh, you're mistreated as the
5: main road. Oh, Joyce, there you go. Thank you very much. Well, this is the story we're hearing, that lots of uh, people said that this uh, stretch of the road was particularly dangerous. Uh, We'll talk more about that after the news at seven. Should we have a little bit of Debbie Gibson? Always. i like to send um, Danny out on yeah we do we should have been thinking about that during that record instead of just gossiping what,
12: what about who's your best friend what yeah what because one in ten doesn't have a close oh, friend oh no well, we that's... can celebrate best friends oh no
5: no that'd no. be nice no, no. how about this one nice day for a fight wedding a bride told <laughs> last night how she <laughs> was punched to the floor in her gown by a male guest from a rival wedding at a posh hotel they're both oh, booked in and it got oh, a bit nasty wedding crashes S Club 7 are getting back together yeah Kels, S Club 7, I know you do some work at Radio 1. All of them? Yep. S- all seven of them?
10: Because they have been S Club 3 for a while.
5: S Club 4, Joe Bradley, Tina and Paul. Oh. OK, she's right, OK.
12: She's looking picking um, stuff off her jumper.
5: OK, OK, OK. Uh, a man has been killed by an e-cigarette?
12: Guys? Do you want to anger the vapists
10: no, again?
5: probably best not to. Probably oh, Kelly's okay, got
10: one. What do you know about Nicholas Lindhurst?
5: She's good, man. She's good.
10: It's going to be a quiet one, though, isn't it, as a Vox? He's actually fascinating.
5: Go on. Is
12: he? Go on. What do you know? He uh, keeps bees.
5: I've got a thing about beekeepers. They are the dullest... I say this with the greatest respect. They are the dullest people in the world. Everyone thinks it's a bit wacky to have bees. No, it's not. Bees just live in, in bushes anyway. So you having bees in a box is not wacky, it's stupid. Go and buy honey.
12: I quite fancy having a little go, though.
5: You look good in the thing with the mask on. Puffing the smoke out, innit? Yeah?
6: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M25 heading anti-clockwise, one lane closed and long delays at the moment following an accident between Junction 19 for Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. Looking quite busy now to Junction 21 for the M1. There is some recovery work now taking place, causing delays. Also anti-clockwise in the M25, it's queuing between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and Junction 25 for Enfield, following an accident there. And the Barnet bypass is looking heavy on camera between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. taking a look at. The train services suspended on the Bakerloo line between Queen's Park and Harrow and the Wildstone. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
5: you, Nicola. Right, lots coming up in the next hour of the show. If you want to take part, give us a call, 08459 455 555. Here's the news with Jane. Local and
3: vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's seven o'clock. I'm Jane Killick. The headlines. Call for something to be done about a road in Luton where a three-year-old was killed. Hertfordshire Villagers put up their own sign at faulty traffic lights, and the actor Robin
3: Williams has died. BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Business owners in the Berry Park area of Luton have told BBC Three Counties Radio they'd warned the council about the dangers of Dunstable Road but were ignored. It comes after three-year-old Maya Shazad died in a bus collision while crossing the road on Friday afternoon. These Berry Park residents say the roads need to be made safer.
10: I think that you should get speed bumps and um, the government should invest in zebra crossings so it's safer for the little children to cross the roads.
7: The problem is they made the pavements wider and the people in the shops can put the stuff all outside.
11: The thing I would change is zebra crossings just because uh, the road is quite narrow.
1: The deputy leader of Luton Borough Council says their thoughts are with the family of Maya Shazad. Sian Timoney went to the little girl's funeral yesterday. She says a full investigation is underway.
0: We're actually devastated by this incident and uh, our heart goes out to all the family and our thoughts are clearly with those. But I think at the moment it's, it's inappropriate to comment while the police are doing their investigation, which obviously we support them in, and, um, you know, we, we just at the moment are thinking about the family at this very difficult time.
1: The government is facing a possible legal challenge over measures designed to tackle extremism in schools. Head teachers in the Christian Institute say the proposals could have unintended consequences, including limiting free speech. People in a Hertfordshire village are so worried about a set of traffic lights, they've put up a sign to warn motorists. The lights are on the turning from the A5 into Markyate, then they aren't working properly. The highways agency says there's an electrical fault caused by a utility company doing work in the area and hope to resolve the problem as soon as possible. Robin Williams, one of Hollywood's most successful actors and comedians, has died. He was 63. As Alistair Leithhead reports, he began his career with a small part in the TV show Happy Days, which led to a spin-off series about an alien sent to Earth.
2: The zany comedy of Robin Williams burst onto TV screens in the 1978 show Mork & Mindy, where the young comedian made his name. His list of film credits spanned generations – he was Oscar-nominated for The Fisher King, Dead Poets Society, and... Good
17: morning, Vietnam! Hey, this is
2: not a he finally won an Oscar for his supporting role in *Goodwill Hunting. The 63-year-old was discovered unconscious in his home near San Francisco. The county coroner suspected suicide. His publicist said he'd recently been battling severe depression.
1: And in football, all our sides play in the Capital One Cup first round tonight. Stevenage welcome Watford to the Lamech Stadium. The MK Dons meet AFC Wimbledon. Luton are at home to Swindon and Wickham are away to Millwall. And the weather, a dry start with sunny spells, some showers possible this afternoon and a high of 21 Celsius. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
5: Jane. Hello. Do you know the name of the record shop owner in Mork Mindy? See,
1: It was Mindy's father, yeah. and he had the balls. He did, didn't thing. he? Yeah, it was old guy.
5: No, go and go and Google <laughs> it. I can't say it on the radio.
1: Is it? Is it really? Is it not
5: yeah. sayable? No, it's not, it's not sayable on the radio. The word means nothing in the United... But saying that, I've said it already once this morning. Oh, he's
1: no,
3: not called y- Randy,
1: is he? No,
5: it's, it's even worse than that. <laughs> go, go on Google.
3: Okay. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. It's a friendly, nice quiet village. Great place to bring up your children. It's all about where you live. It's a pretty village with a lovely medieval church. All this week, we're featuring Flamstead and Marky 8 Everyone knows each Cover. Everyone gets along. It's really friendly and it's really nice to live in. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: And of course, who knows, who knows what television show Mork Mindy was a spin-off from? Catherine, do you know?
12: Um, Happy Days. Yeah, oh. She said that and we ain't listening. Oh. Uh... Mac
5: BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm frantically Googling. I'm sure, I'm sure that the shopkeeper's name in Mork and Mindy was, 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 I can't even hint at it. I'm Googling it to make sure I've got it right, but I'm pretty sure. Anyway, you can give us a call about Robin Williams if you want. You're more than welcome to. Lots of stuff to talk about on the show this morning. Road safety traffic lights and all kinds of bits and pieces. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Um, You can also give us a call about anything you fancy, really. 08459 455 555
3: Across beds, hearts and
5: bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Now, a day after the funeral of a Luton toddler hit by a bus in Berry Park, local business owners are accusing Luton Borough Council of failing to address their repeated calls to tackle traffic uh in the area danny bailey has been to the area danny who did you speak to and what did they have to say
8: so i spoke to naveed nazir and Mohammed nadine they their local business owners they run the nadim plaza in berry park and they say that they've been urging the council to act for years but their pleas have been ignored and now their worst fears have become a reality um, i spoke to naveed nazir uh, yesterday
24: it's absolute shambles there's always traffic jams here there's never enough parking i i think it's a disaster
8: and what would you like to see done about it?
24: First and foremost, I would like to see the buses moved from here, going through Dunstable Road. Uh, the road needs to be widened as well. Uh, obviously, with the tragic event that took place, it, it, something like this was waiting to happen. There's not even one single zebra crossing in Bury Park. There's traffic lights, but no zebra crossings. They've got the humps on every 100, 200 yards, but they're not a priority for a, a, a driver to stop. Uh, even with the uh, bus drivers i be here on a daily basis, and a lot of the bus drivers are very arrogant. Even if there's a space in front, they're not going to move to that space. Uh, they're going to you know, just stay in, stand their ground. They've got no awareness of other d- road users, the pedestrians. It's it's very, very bad.
8: And obviously your office here is at the top of Nadine Plaza, so you can see all around where the road forks and ahead up onto Dunstable Road. So you must see this on a daily basis?
24: I see arguments with bus drivers and uh, other road users. I see arguments with bus drivers and pedestrians. Uh, there definitely needs to be more parking. And the way they've made this system where the buses could park in the middle of the road to pick up passengers whilst the other cars have to wait behind. It's, it's an, if nothing is done, there's, there's, going to be more, there's going to be more incidents happening.
8: And you witnessed some of the event on Friday. I did.
24: I turned up at the scene about 10 to 15 minutes after the uh, incident ha- had occurred. I was there with the family. Obviously, I know the family quite well. And uh, I was trying to help contain the family. But obviously, with such a big situation, you know, the little baby dying, uh, so on and so forth, the police were there as well.
8: I mean, it happened at an incredibly busy time of day.
24: Yeah. It was an absolute shock to everybody. There was people standing around looking at what what was going on. Uh, Obviously, you're going to get onlookers regardless of, you know, if there's been an incident taking place, there's going to be onlookers standing around. Uh, We were trying to contain the family. Uh, Obviously, they were very distraught. A baby's just died.
8: How are the family now coping?
24: The family are not coping very well with this situation. They're saying they need answers. Their baby has died without answers. Things are going to start getting messy.
5: It's a very sad story. That was Navid Nazir. You spoke to Danny. Who else did you speak to?
24: I also
8: spoke to Mohammed Nadim, the man behind Nadim Plaza. Here he is.
25: Uh, we've had a lot of concerns in Burry Park for a very, very long time, and the council haven't done nothing about it. These uh, traffic issues have been going on for many years now, and um, I mean, they, they, the council can neglect us. Uh, they don't do nothing about it. You know, we have we've got we need bus lanes, bus lay laybys, uh, and this accident is you know, waiting to be happen. So uh, there's a lot of problems here. But as I said, people think this is a second class. You know, they're all the second class citizens living here. No one really cares about our issues. I mean, these roadworks. I I actually challenge the council. I could get all these roadworks sorted in seven days as long as they pay for it.
8: What would you like to see done?
25: Uh, we want to widen the road. Very, very important. We want to widen... The- Look, they're pedestrianised there, yeah? Where are the pedestrians going to park for them to come and use, uh, you know, the walkways they're made? Uh, we need wider parking bays. We need uh, busways, we, uh, you know, to c- where the buses come pull in. A, uh, quarter- and they've got this middle thing that's going all the around the middle, the tiled place. We need to make the roads a lot wider. And, you know... Uh, if an ambulance and a police car, or a fire brigade can't get through, then it's pointless, uh, you know, having such roads like this at the moment. And uh, these issues, you know, I work with these businesses on a regular basis, and they've got the council get huge revenue from here. But yeah, they're very reluct- reluctant to come and, uh, you know, help us out, create more parking. I mean, you know, on a, on a busy day, it takes you half an hour getting through Barry Park. The businesses are suffering. Very, very important. All the businesses are suffering. People are going on the askers to do the shopping because. Of traffic problems, and how are pedestrians gonna walk on the roads when, they, when they've got nowhere to park? So, it, you know, Barry Park has been very neglected for a long time, and I think uh, it's about time the council actually do something about this now.
5: Uh, Mohammed Nadeem, there behind uh, the gentleman behind Nadeem Plaza in Berry Park. Uh, what have Luton Borough Council said, Danny?
8: Well, they declined to come on the programme um, as it would be inappropriate to speak during the ongoing police investigations. However, a spokesperson said, like everyone else, we're deeply shocked and saddened to hear about the heartbreaking incident in Berry Park on Friday.
5: Uh, and Arriva Buses, what have they said? Uh,
8: they say their deepest condolences also go to the family. Uh, they suspended their services through Berry Park in Luton yesterday as a mark of respect but the buses will resume to normal service again today. Danny, thank you very much.
6: On FM, AM, online and digital radio.
8: This is
5: Ian Lee.
6: On BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Amanda is in Luton. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, What would you like to say?
21: I just think there were some comments that were really unfair um, earlier by um, an interview that you just um, played. Go on. About the bus drivers. And they argue um, with motorists. pedestrians, they don't at all. I travel on the bus quite regularly through Berry Park, and I've never been on a bus where there's been an argument with a bus driver. Um, I think there are very unfair comments. The problem is with Berry Park, there is no definition in places between the curb and the road. It's more like a block paved mm, area. Yeah. So a child, an adult, has no definition between road and path. Because you normally step down, don't you, into the road off the curb? Yeah, yeah. And there isn't that in places in Berry Park.
5: I, I I know Berry Park. I've driven through Berry Park. I've stayed in Berry Park. I've not used the buses in Berry Park. I can only speak from, uh, and I am a, a big regular bus user. I have seen on other routes bus drivers arguing with with drivers. I've seen it quite a lot. Yeah. So I, I mean I, I, I I'm not disputing what you're saying. You're you you never seeing it. You've never seen it. Uh, in in respect to those gentlemen, if if they're saying they've seen it, I kind of have to believe what they're saying.
21: Okay, Bury Park is a very narrow road. Oh yeah, of right. course it is. Yeah, and the bus is n- nothing can travel very fast down there. Nothing, and it is pure pure congestion all the time. Oh yeah, it's so a if nightmare. So behind a bus, you have to wait for that bus to pull away. Mm. You know, there's
5: no other option. You can't go round it. Oh, I agree. But you, uh, 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 d- um, it, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a very sensitive subject, and I'm sure you can understand why people in that area are upset by what's happened.
21: Absolutely. Yeah.
5: Amanda, Absolutely. thank you very much for pointing that out. It's appreciated.
21: Okay. You're Cheers. Welcome. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
5: 455 four double five five double five is the telephone number. Uh, the way it works is, you can call in about the stuff we're talking about, or you can call in about pretty much anything you want to. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Let's look at the th- front pages of the three main newspapers. You know what they are, by the way. Apologies, it wasn't the it wasn't um, Mindy's dad. It was the landlord. The name of the landlord in Mork and Mindy. Do you know it? Do you know it, Kels? You you uh, were, do you know what Mork and Mindy is? Yeah. What is it?
10: A uh, Television show. What
5: was what was uh, Mork's two catchphrases? I'm Mork. Nanu nanu shazbat shazbat. Shazbat. What do they mean? Shazbat. Nanu Nanu is like, I think it's hello, and Shazbat is like a swear word. Oh. But not as much of a swear word as the, uh, the name of the uh, landlord. Which was? I can't say oh, it, but okay. I've said it already once this morning.
10: Okay. Was that earlier?
5: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Let's have a look at the front pages of the three main newspapers. The Daily Express. Um, migrants clamour to reach Britain. What? It's not about the weather? It's not about the weather or arthritis. Daily Express. Wagwan. Thousands massed across the Channel. Britain has stepped up patrols at a migrant camp in Calais as the numbers there reach crisis point. More than 2,000 people are now crowded in, most of them desperate to reach the UK. It's so bad, the deputy mayor of the port wants the French border moved to Dover for one month. What? The French border moved, moved to Dover? Well, then it wouldn't be the French border. She did actually say that. I think it's a lady, the French. Um, she wanted them all shipped over here, yes. Uh, the Daily Mail, Robin Williams. Uh, and just the bizarrest pictures of this baby buggy rolling onto uh, the track of the London Underground. It's a, I had the thing the other day. I had both the boys with me. and I've not had this before. Both the boys and me, We were in a toy shop. Department store, and I lost the youngest Ooh. one. I lost the youngest one because they, they run off. Right? And logically, I knew it was going to be all right. I knew it was going to be all right. Someone would find him. He's only two and a half. Someone would find him, would grab him, and bring him over. Or I, I knew he'd be in the toy department. But that I had that, stomach. St- that stomach just went, and this sat and I, was, I had my eldest with me, and I was trying not to panic because I didn't want him to think that I was worried.
12: While at the but, back uh, of your mind, you can see it being run on the news.
5: Oh, yeah. That f- oh, that feeling.
12: Horrible. It happened to me once. Yeah. And the good thing about it is it gives you a chance to talk about what they should do if it ever happens again. Yeah, yeah. Which is never leave the shop. Don't what I was
23: go don't nowhere. Go.
12: Stay where you are and Mummy will retrace the steps and she'll find yeah. you. Don't leave the shop.
5: And of course he didn't. The youngest was fine. He was having a great time.
12: They don't even notice. He was looking
5: at the Lego, it turns out. Everything is awesome, apparently. <laughs> uh, 08459 five nine four Let's get the travel.
13: The M25 heading anti-clockwise, taking about 45 minutes to get through at the moment. There's a lane closed uh, between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. It's looking busy now to Junction 21, the M1, following an accident. In Brickett looking very heavy on the sensors on the North Orbital Road, just off the M25. And in Boreham Wood, it's looking very slow on the Barnet Bypass, heading southbound between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. Services suspended at the moment on the Bakerloo line between Queen's Park and Harron, the Wildstone, following um, a minor signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much indeed. 7.17. It is Tuesday the 12th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. It's claimed Luton Council were warned about the dangers of a road where a three-year-old was killed on Friday. Comic actor Robin Williams has died at the age of 63 in an apparent suicide. And in football, there's a Hertfordshire Derby tonight as Stevenage take on Watford in the Capital One Cup. BBC
3: Three Counties Radio. World War One at home on the BBC.
20: The trenches continue as far as the
18: eye can see, which is quite astonishing.
3: Last week, we revealed some amazing
12: untold stories. He was a private, was in the firing line for two, about two months before returning on sick leave.
3: And discovered surprising local memories. The
9: history of Conan goes back to the Short brothers who were asked by the government to build airships for the First World War. The Germans had already got a fleet of airships which
18: were capable of coming to England and dropping bombs on it.
3: If you miss them or want to hear them again, go to bbc.co.uk slash
1: WW1. One of those very brave boys was Lieutenant William Leif Robinson from the
3: Royal Flying Corps. World War I at home on the BBC. Call oh
6: eight four five nine four double five
5: five double five. BBC Three Counties Radio. Just indulge me a slight tangent in a second before we uh, delve into slightly darker territory. Uh, yesterday, my wife got me. Yes, yes. Jackie Chan's autograph. Jackie Chan's autograph. I was obs- I was a br- big Bruce Lee fan. Uh, what with uh, him being my uh, dad's uncle.
12: Who'd win
5: between Bruce and Jackie? Yeah. Well, Bruce, Bruce. is dead.
12: Well, I mean, imagine that wasn't the case.
5: Bruce Lee easily, of course, he would easily double hard. You'd have yeah. a you'd have a laugh. Double, you'd have a laugh watching Jackie Chan getting beaten up because he'd be Chan's funny. Jackie
12: Chan's more of a showman, more of a comedian.
5: Yeah, Bruce Lee would just just knock him out. Does Jackie Chan use nunchucks? No, no, no just don't. his feet. Just his feet, and it, he'll use comedy things around him, uh, like a bench or a telephone. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do he
12: do with the telephone? It, Oh, nasty. Does all
5: that stuff. He's good with the he does. There's one of his films where he does, does something with the tavern. Uh, but uh, Bruce would Bruce beat him easily.
12: You, you, Bruce took it more seriously, I yeah, think.
5: Bruce was, Bruce was a yeah, Plus fighter. Plus he was
12: ripped, wasn't
5: he? When he just? He's only five foot three. Yeah, but pure muscle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, if you want to... I, I'm, genu- I'm genuinely so excited. I haven't been this excited by an autograph since I got Mike Nesmith to sign my uh, box set of head. Uh, so, sorry, Kells. The soundtrack to the Monkeys album is the final signature I need. I've got all four on there now. So, uh, you can call him I with your... it's autog- locked
12: away in a safe somewhere, because...
5: Yeah, it is. It's is not, it? It's not, but it's somewhere very secure. The boys ain't going nowhere near it. It's
12: swinging axes rolling and rolling The boys ain't going
5: nowhere near that bad boy. Uh, you can call him with your autograph story, please. If you got any autographs?
12: Yeah, um, Noddy oh,
5: Holders. Oh, Noddy Holders doesn't count. Kels, you must have got some, like, um, DJ Shingles, Wap Wap, <laughs> um, Blem, any of those guys? Got Paul Ross. Oh, for goodness sakes. <clears throat> now, last month, we were contacted by a number of people who went to visit the graves of their loved ones in Sandy, only to find... You may remember this story. They had a little note from the town council. The card said, uh, removal, trinkets, toys, ornaments and lighting before September the 1st. And we spoke to some, uh, some very upset parents and uh, widows and widowers who were distraught that they weren't allowed to display their... Well, knick-knacks, I think, is, uh, is a word. Joy Carroll and Trixie Smith went along to a meeting of the town council last night in a bid to change officials' minds, and they join me uh, me now. Morning, Joy. Morning, Trixie. Morning. Joy, let's start with you. Uh, How many people were at the meeting last night?
21: Um, I didn't really count. There was a few people there.
5: OK. And what was discussed? What was was going on?
21: (laughs) Well, you'd have to ask my sister. I think she listened more than me, because they just waffled on. Oh. Was it a lot of waffle, Trixie? Well, a lot
26: of people were... There was quite a few people there, and I was trying to get, you know, their feelings across, which is why I prepared a statement which was read out requesting a public debate with only the cemetery on the agenda so that everyone can go along and have their say. Yeah. Because apparently there's a limited time we're allowed to speak, and it's not a two-way debate,
5: so... Oh, they follow These meetings follow really weird, old-fashioned rules, don't yeah. they? You can't have a conversation or a discussion. Yeah. yeah, frustrating.
26: Yeah, but the result of that was we were granted a public debate, which we're waiting to hear a date from. Oh. <coughs> and also the um, decision to remove items from the graves by the 1st of September has now been deferred until after the public debate.
5: Oh, well, hang on. That's that's progress, isn't it, Joy? It is, yeah. Yeah. We sort of won the day. Well, yesterday. that's good. So you've got a little, little stay of execution, if that's yeah. not too inappropriate a word. The problem that they as far as I'm aware, was that the tr- the trink—it wasn't necessarily what they looked like. It was the fact that trinkets would get in the way of um, the strimmer. Is that how you see it?
26: No, not at all. The strimmer, which we showed them last night,
5: doesn't have a guard on
26: it. If it had a guard on it, there would be no problem because they could go right up to any of the gravestones and just cut round them. Yeah. So, <clears throat> no, I don't think that. I think if there are um, items around and behind the headstone itself, yeah, that could cause a problem. So I can see that and I quite agree. But if they're on the stone themselves, which one of the councillors said last night, if they're on the stone themselves and not around it, it's not a problem. Mm.
5: Joy, right. there, we, we, we had this on our Facebook page, and most people, most people, were in support and said, "You know, this is outrageous." Yeah. There were one or two voices, Joy, who said, "Well, actually, it 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 doesn't look particularly um, pleasing to the eye." What would you say to those people? Well, I don't really understand why
21: they would say something like that. We obviously I don't have family there. You know, Trixie, so it you not bother them.
5: Trixie, you chuckled then. What what would what would your reaction be?
26: Well, it's a beautiful cemetery, and all the as well, the councils last night agreed that it is a lovely cemetery, and it does look beautiful. When it looks beautiful because of what's there. Mm. If everything's all taken away, then it's not going to look so nice. Mm. You know, people do enjoy walking around there, and it is lovely. So
21: they did actually say they just wanted a plain cemetery, so it looked nice all the time. So the council said that?
5: Yeah. They, they want a plain cemetery so it looks yeah. nice all the time?
21: I think that was actually the mayor himself that said that. And what's your reaction to that, Joy? Well, not nothing I can actually say on radio.
5: Yeah, it's been very upsetting for all of you, hasn't it?
26: Well, for everybody. Yeah. You know, people tried to get their words across last night, but, you know, we understand, yeah, it's not a public meeting where it was only about the cemeteries, and they did have a limited time. But now we have a public debate to look forward to so everyone can have their say.
5: Well, listen, exactly. well done to both of you. you, you you've kind of got a little, a little breathing space. Do keep in touch with us. Let us know when that meeting is, and we'll send someone down, and we'll, we'll make sure we cover it. OK. Let me Joy Carroll, Trixie Smith, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. There we go. It's a, it's a, a little bit of people power is working there. Oh eight four five nine 455. 555 is the telephone number. I didn't do The Sun, did I? Uh, well, there are two very... Well, the front page of The Sun is uh, Robin Williams' suicide. Robin Williams' suicide. That's it's an odd sentence, isn't it? Because you, you, you think of him so... Uh, so full of, of, of energy and life, and for a, a long period of his life, cocaine. But, at, uh, hmm. uh, but you know, just, just, just so energetic, the energy.
12: Uh, we should point out as well, at this point, we don't know that that's what he was. We don't know. found dead. This was a that's suicide what, quote marks.
5: Yes, quote marks. That's what the, uh, the, uh, the, police, uh, uh, the police are saying, that that's what it looks like. Uh, there's also a very... Uh, can I do this story on the front page of The Sun? Show the, me the front page. The lad. I, I'll tread around it carefully. Be careful. I'm going to say I'm gonna I, I, I might put an image in your head that is, is thoroughly unpleasant. I'm gonna tread around it as carefully as I can. But if this is true, this is an amazing story. A jihadist son, age seven, sparked revulsion last night. Here's the thing I'm gonna say, and it's a horrible image, okay? I'm gonna say it once and then you've got it. A jihadist son, age seven, sparked revulsion last night last night after posing with a severed head in Syria. Said it, we've done it, it's out of the way. The snap was by Aussie dad, Khaled Sharouf, who posted it online with the boast, That's my boy. <clears throat> now, in terms of proud pictures taken by uh, parents, that's an odd one, isn't it? You wouldn't be tweeting that or putting that up on Flickr. Facebook. I just, I just, it's, it's such an odd story, and I think they've, they've they, they, the son have posted the picture, but they've they've blocked out what it is. The world is, isn't the world an odd place at the moment? It's really odd. Thoroughly unpleasant, huge bits of it. Uh, Dave Luton, morning, Dave. Good morning, boss. Good morning, my love, what have you got? Um, about Berry Park,
27: sad Berry Park at the moment. Yeah,
5: very sad news. Three-year-old little girl um, knocks over, yeah
27: right now i don 't know if i 've got this right. I might be wrong, but i 'm sure i 've got it right But didn 't the council want to make Dunstable Road coming from Luton a one way system and going down into Luton Roundbury Park Road right but it was all it was all objected by the people of going to the mosque because they said there'd be too much traffic there well, for them to pray. Well, I think what
5: they what, what people are asking for uh, is they want some um, d- d- zebra crossings or traffic lights, don't they? No. A one-way system there. Well, no, no, hang on. That's, that's what we've heard people say this morning. So you, you can't just say no, blanket. We've heard voices this morning saying they want some well, zebra crossings or traffic lights.
27: Yeah, right. They are They're talking about the narrow of the road and the big pavement. Now, if they take the pavement back... These traders down there won't be able to put
5: their stalls out. Yeah, well, Dave, Dave, listen, they can... I don't understand what you're saying. They want traffic lights or zebra crossings. Well, give give them what they want. Give them the traffic lights. That's what they... Dave, that's what they've been been asking for. Have they? Yes. Well, give them the traffic lights. Yes, why not? Give them the traffic lights. Great, Okay.
27: But make it a one-way system... Round down from Luton, down Dunstable Road up to Dunstan Brawley. Why do you want
5: to make it a one way system?
27: Because it's much safer that way, and then take the traffic round at very Park. part I, I
5: don't. I don't. I don't know if that would be the case or not. But I, 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 and I don't know whether you're you're saying that people objected because of the mosque or not is true. They, they, They're well, asking I'm sure for. I'm it was. Okay, Dave. Be on, let's be honest, because you've got quite a few facts wrong in the past. Oh, here we go. Well, no, the thing is, you phone up and you quite often. I have to double check what you say, uh, and it's oh, not true. Dear. This may be true or not. I don't know, Dave. But it is a little bit T B W C W you. What's that mean? The boy who cried wolf. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm glad Catherine and Kelly's back, because they're putting you in your place again. I'll put you in your place in a minute, because sunshine. For
27: two, week, for two weeks, you've been having a good old
5: time there, because... I, yeah, and now it's back to being boring and miserable. <laughs> no, 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 because they have put you in your place, what, mate. I don't even know what that means, mate. Well, they're, they're controlling you. No, they're not. You, no, they're not. Let me can. ask. Let me ask. Catherine, yes. are you controlling me? Of course I am. No. Thanks, Catherine. No, Thanks. shut up, Dave. Kelly, oh, Kelly, Kelly are, you, are you controlling me? Slightly. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, without me you knowing? You see, then, that I don't know I'm being controlled, Dave, so it doesn't count. You, well, you are because you are so quiet this week If I was, you being, was last week. If I was being controlled, right, Yeah. how come I've just cut you off? Have you? <laughs>
6: travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking very heavy at the moment on the Great North Road approaching the Black Cat roundabout on the speed sensors. Still laying close on the M25 heading anti-clockwise um, because of the accident that happened a little earlier on. Between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 at Chorleywood there is congestion now. Back to Junction 21, the M1, taking over 40 minutes to get through that at the moment. Very slow on the North Orbital Road, just off the M at 25. And in Boringwood on Camera is looking very slow on the Barnet Bypass between Sterling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. Services suspended at the moment on the Bakerloo line between Queens Park and Harrow and the Willstone. That's due to a signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
3: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: 7.30, I'm Jane Killick. Business owners in the Berry Park area of Luton have told BBC Three Counties Radio they'd warned the council about the dangers of Dunstable Road but were ignored. It comes after three year old Maya Shazad died in a bus collision while crossing the road on Friday afternoon. Plans by Sandy Town Council to remove items left on graves in the town cemetery have been put on hold. They told relatives at a meeting last night they will hold a public debate on the issue. The Oscar-winning actor and comedian Robin Williams has been found dead at his home in California. It's believed the 63-year-old committed suicide. The weather, a bright start with a few heavy showers developing. On to sport and in football, there's Capital One Cup first round action for all our teams tonight. In a Hertfordshire derby, Stevenage take on Watford at the Lamex. Both clubs won at the weekend. Hornets defender Joel Ekstrand says communication on the pitch has improved since last season.
18: We, we, we've spoken about that we need to speak about every situation and help each other rather than keeping quiet. So if someone has something to say, we, we say it and we sort it out directly.
1: MK Dons renew their rivalry with AFC Wimbledon. The pair met for the first time two seasons ago in the FA Cup. Manager Carl Robinson says Cup success is not the priority this season.
19: The league's more important than the Cup for me, um, and always will be. The game on Saturday is massive, away at Peterborough, so um, we also have to put that into perspective as well. It's not my job as a manager to get carried away with all the controversy that surrounds the games. I have to just pick a team to be successful in the league and compete in the league. Um, We've always had a relatively good cup success, so obviously for obvious reasons, would have been the next game you want to win it.
1: Luton Town play their first home match of the season in the cup tie against Swindon. Manager John Still says it will be a test for his side against a team from the division above.
20: When you get this cup game that pits you against higher opposition, I think that gives you a little boost. You know. We were a conference team last year. We we're playing a Division 1 team this year. So I think that gives it a, a little bit of extra edge. We'll try and have an alternative way of playing because sometimes someone might come up with saying that we've got, to, Hold on, we've got to overcome this and uh, I think we might have to have it in our locker this year that we can change a little bit.
1: Wickham Wanderers are also in cap action away to Millwall. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next bulletin is at 8
3: call
6: 08459 455 555 BBC
5: 3 Counties Radio Morning this is Ian Lee BBC 3 Counties Radio so what have we been talking about this morning we've been talking about the traffic situation in Berry Park uh, we've been talking about Robin Williams autographs as well I got Jackie Chan's autograph oh man alive does it count if someone else gets it for you though that's always the thing it's got my name on it oh yeah sorry
12: As long as it's got
5: your name on it. I have bought autographed things off of the electronic bay. Um, And I think that's cheating.
12: My mum did a nice thing for my sister once. Oh, just once? (laughs) Yeah, just once. Wow. Um, My sister had a quite nasty car accident. Uh, And um, while she was in hospital, Take That was staying at a hotel that my mum was... Working
5: out. She kidnapped Jason Orange.
12: My mum was about to be uh, made redundant anyway. And they said under no circumstances were they allowed to speak to take that. And she thought, what they're going to do, sack me.
17: Yo So she
12: bought a get well card oh. she got take that to fill it out for her and they did and they were lovely and they, they didn't are. mind and do you know what it is in most of these cases where yep. it's, please don't approach them it's yep. their people the, saying the, that the,
5: the, the stars apart from ray davis the stars are always oh i've got a drumstick in my pocket that i've sat on and it's stuck to my jeans oh the the sweetie not the oh. uh, instrument uh, the stars are, are ne- apart from ray davis are always lovely it's the pr people around them that are not mm-hmm. that are not i've got the am um, and drumstick in the
12: Honestly, it's like the princess in the pea, and you <laughs> fail. You've been sitting on that the whole time.
5: Oh, no. Uh, I did a similar thing yeah. for my mum over Christmas with uh, Bradley Walsh.
12: Ah, uh, I mean, to her, that is take that, isn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah, she loves Bradley Walsh. And I was doing a thing with him, and I knew I was going to be doing a thing with him. And I uh, yeah. got a Christmas card, I said, Oh, Bradley, could you. Uh, yeah, sure, no worries, mate. He's doing the panto at Milton Keynes isn't Yeah, you? he's got Bradley Walsh. I like him. Uh, by the way, I'm up for a bit of panto, guys. Yes, yeah, so am I. No. Like five grand a week.
12: Oh, I will do it for now. All
5: right, I'll have I'll have her money. So ten grand a week, <laughs> and Kath will do it for now.
12: Yeah. Why don't Why don't Why aren't we in the local panto? I've always wanted to be asked to do panto. Never. Why, why aren't
5: we in it? It was there on the poster from CBB's um, Andy Day. Andy Day from um, uh, from uh, 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 Triangle. Someone from Triangle from the d- d- not uh, not uh, Ebony and Ivory. That's a song. What am I thinking of? The um... Uh, El Dorado, uh, Marcus, Marcus. Tandy. <laughs> Marcus, and from BBC's Three Counties Radio, Ian Lee and producer Caitlin Boyle. Yeah, and we we'd be, 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 be the ones be. everyone goes, who, who are they?
12: But then by the end, they'd say, Who are they?
5: Hey, Those guys were a mace, a mace balls. I think I'd probably hate doing pantomime. It'll be fun for like the first three shows. <laughs> It'd be fun
12: if we both did it, though.
5: I know someone, oh, wow. I think I've told you this yeah, story I'll before. Lie. Thank you. Um, I, I, I think I've got the figure right. Who was in a very big pantomime, but only for like uh, eleven days, mm-hmm. and she had to miss some of those days because she was sick. Yes, thirty thousand of your earth pounds, I please. Know, thirty thousand pounds.
12: They really do rake it in,
5: don't they? Those loose women. What? I oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Dennis is in this Morning, Dennis. Hello, I'm actually on the M1. Oh, Dennis is on... Hang on a second. Dennis is on the M1. Good morning, Dennis. <laughs> what would you like Good to say, morning. sir?
28: Yes, I'd like to put in my little two-pence worth for Barry Park. Go on. Um, I was a bit surprised to hear what happened with the little girl and I give my condolences to the family and everything. Yeah. But that was an accident waiting to happen. Um, when the council redeveloped Barry Park, they wanted to make Barry Park one way heading away from Luton Town Centre. Yep. And the business owners there complain saying that they would lose too much business and this and that and whatever. Um, there are three sets of traffic lights where you can cross in Berry Park Road. Right. Right. Um, when the shoppers are there or when the pedestrians are there, they just step off the pavement and they expect you to stop. It happened to me on Saturday. Right. Um, they don't use, they don't, the other car users up there don't use the, the traffic signs properly because in very Park you're not supposed to carry right out of certain side roads and people carry right in front of you. And people just don't care about where they leave their cars and what they're doing when it comes to loading their cars when they've done their shopping and stuff like that. You know, for very Park, unfortunately,
5: was an accident waiting to happen. Dennis, listen, I, I, I was going to ask you what you think needs to be done now, but uh, the line is terrible, so I'm not going to, but thank you very much for your uh, your thoughts on that, please. I'm reading, I'm, I'm kind of, um, during the news and the travel and stuff, I'm I'm just obsessing about Robin Williams now. I'm trying to think of what the best Robin Williams film he is it's certainly not. But he made some rubbish. Let's be honest. Let's let's l- not turn this into a hagiography. Hagiography, guys. Anyone
12: is a history that's written in favour of the person that you're writing about. It's
5: a biography of a saint, but good guess.
12: Yeah, but it's been used more widely since then.
5: It's a biography of a saint.
12: Okay, you carry on saying it, but it's not true. Anyway, <laughs> more. <laughs>
5: are, are you controlling me? A bit, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh.
12: Uh, I think Dead Poet Society was a belter.
5: Dead Poet Society was great. He, he made some rubbish. RV, uh, Patch Adams, oh, do oh, you know? He, 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 but he did make some you great stuff. You've
12: got to keep the money coming
5: in. You've got to keep, you, you, got to keep the money coming in. We, we, I remember be, at university being obs- obsessed with the um, uh, Live at the Met uh, concert of him doing stand up brilliant that. oh it's brilliant brilliant it, i think that was um when he was off his face because he's mental in it but mm. it's brilliant
12: well that always made me uncomfortable i yeah. didn't like it
5: he's, he's very good but very sweaty um uh, uh, uh the world according to garp
12: oh, is yeah. an obscure
5: one but a good one
12: i've seen that
5: and there's there's another one there's another one where he plays like a russian who's trying to defect to the states i can't think what it is anyway uh and good morning vietnam they don't show that on telly anymore, good morning. I remember going to the pictures to see that, and they don't put it on the telly anymore. I they wonder might why. now. They might. Well, yeah, there'll yeah, be a rush of that. Dennis is on the line. morning, Dennis. Good morning. Uh, um, you Are going to are you phoning into our autographs? Yes. You're going to talk about um, Lon Chaney Jr.? No, I'm not. Oh. I'm going to say to you, oh. why do you want to collect somebody's name on a bit of paper? If it
27: was on a cheque, I couldn't understand it.
5: Well, I've got a cheque my- signed by Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, actually.
27: Yeah, but my most... My best uh, autograph ever had was the registrar on my marriage certificate. It's the what, sorry? The registrar on my
5: marriage certificate. Dennis, why, listen, mate, you've had the anniversary, you haven't got to do this anymore for another 12 months. I'm trying to say to you,
27: why why, why are you worried about bits of paper with somebody's name on it? Do you
5: know what? Go on, cut me off. No, no, I've never said this before, I'm probably never going to say it again. Dennis, that's an excellent question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we're interested in uh, um, someone's name written on a bit of paper.
27: Yeah, because, I mean, you wouldn't be able to read mine to start with because it's just scroll. I
12: think we're interested in it because um, we can't take any other bits of them off. Sorry? I don't know. It's illegal, isn't it, you know, to take hair or any other memento of a person. But why
5: would you... Why why is someone writing their name on a bit of paper... uh, uh, uh,
12: Ev. It's Ev. You've met them.
5: But I didn't meet Jackie Chan. Well, then... Don't count.
10: Yeah. Were autographs yeah. more important before photographs? Oh, yeah. So they were like the original
12: selfies. Yeah.
5: Oh, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Dennis, you see you've done there? You've asked a decent... <laughs> look at him cackling like he's about oh, to take I over the world. He knows we're right. He did a good question on the show. <laughs> uh, Dennis! Good night. Ta-ta. It's a good point. Why someone... Uh, 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 it's an odd thing, isn't it? People will pay... You know, if you had a a, a Beatles record signed by all four Beatles, that's 20 grand. £20,000 easily.
12: Well, that's why some people collect autographs. There are other people who've got things like that and they would never part with them.
5: Um. It, what, what I try. I, I'm, he's made me question my whole raison d'etre. Uh, I don't know why I'd want. As a want, collector. As a human being. Mm. Why would I want those things? Why would I, why would I want someone's signature? Who's, right,
10: the, who's the guy who wrote Bugsy Malone? Sorry? The, Paul Paul Williams. And he wrote other things.
5: I don't know. I don't know.
10: Who wrote Bugsy Malone?
5: Paul Williams wrote the music and to Bugsy Malone. And Tim oh, Rice. Tim Rice.
10: That fella. I was with him once down the street. What? And we got hounded by um, professional Oh, those people movies. are weird. Those, yeah. if, you,
5: if, you, if you ever do anything at Broadcasting House and you come out, then those freaks are there. Those freaks once thought I was the singer from Blur. What? Yeah, I know Damon Albarn I know, because they're professionals Unless it's a big star They don't really know who you are They just see you coming out And someone will go Oh, it's him And so someone said Oh, yes, it's him
10: You signed it, right? The
5: singer from Blur. Of course I totally signed it, Damon Albarn Of course I did And those people They don't want you to put To Steve Or to Kelly Because then they can't trade it Or sell it If it's personalised They don't get as much money for it Whereas if it's just a generic
10: That's what they were doing with Tim Rice
5: Wow, Moses.
12: There you go, then autographs sorted.
5: Okay.
12: I put it on Facebook. Okay. Hey, we could talk about what Danny's doing. Oh, yes!
5: What is Danny doing?
12: She's going to find out the mystery of Abbott's Langley Fire Brigade.
5: I don't know if we want to get involved in that, Shizzle. For those who don't know, it's, 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 it's popped up in the Nick. I must have missed that episode of the Nick Coffer Show. Uh, it's been a trail for Nick Coffer for all oh, about the last eight months. <laughs> uh, and that's the mystery of the Abbott's Langley. No,
12: that's one, one of the of
5: mysteries, mysteries of Abbott's Langley. And, Langley. and you've sent young Danny Bailey, a young uh, woman on her own, to go and investigate this shiz? Yes, yeah. it could
12: be dangerous. I mean, some of the mysteries could be... You know,
5: young independent news. reporters go there and never reappear.
12: National security levels, I don't know. I so we'll she's re- gone there
5: to find out has she yeah
12: we put a tracking device on her
5: man alive I, I we're messing with stuff we shouldn't mess about
12: i'm wondering whether the people of abbot's langley have been sworn to secrecy it's
5: terrifying isn't it yeah oh eight four five nine four, double five dollar five, five, five hey have you seen this pregnant woman's bump have you seen this picture, Kath? Yes. She is well pregnant.
12: She's very, very pregnant. Was ha- it twins or was it just a, a giant baby? It was
5: a, a nine-pound baby. I
12: that- had a nine-pounder almost, and it wasn't that big.
5: Well, yeah, nine pound five ounces. I mean, it's a fat baby, but but how does how does someone get that big? My
12: baby wasn't fat; it was just very long.
5: All right, mate. It wasn't being rude. Fat babies are fat babies. It's fine. It's no, not she their wasn't fault.
12: Fat, you All right. Think she was nearly a nine pound. All right,
5: mate. Calm down. I, if your baby was fat or not, I'm, I don't. I, I, I think. I mean, your she kid's- was mostly sausage uh-huh. roll,
12: but. But she was a very... You see my eldest. She's a very delicate creature
5: it's with they long legs. She has certainly, you know, lost, lost that, that fat now. She's, they're both beautiful children, both beautiful girls you've got. I'm not having a go at you. If you had fat they kids, They were big and
12: so, and I wasn't as though, and I didn't wrap a bump that size around it.
5: The arrival of your first baby is a massive moment for any mother. For Laura Carpenter Beck, the enormity of it all was too plain to see. Her baby bump swelled to 55 inches... She piled on six stone, nine pounds, shot up five dress sizes and even feared she would be crushed by the weight when she lay on her back.
12: That sounds quite extreme.
5: I don't think she's going to be crushed.
12: Was it
10: just one baby?
5: Yeah, one big fat baby. What?
10: What? Was it all okay? I'm not making a
5: judgement on the baby. Babies are quite often big and fat. That's not a bad thing to say, is it? Why is that? About? Oh, what have I done now? It just feels personal. That's all.
17: I'm not having a go at you your know, kids. Like I've met
5: your kids, and I thought one of them was delightful. The other one I wasn't so sure about. I'm not saying which. Both of them. Both of them were wonderful children, beautiful children, and I'm not saying I'm not having a go at you because you have fat babies. <gasps> I'm not. I'm, they weren't fat. I don't know. They were fine. heavy, that's but you fine. wouldn't know it to look at them. One of my boys was massive when he popped out. Big, big fella. Big fella. Which one? The um, second one Really? Yeah, yeah, big fella He still is
10: quite big, to be fair He's massive, isn't he? We, I thought he was the eldest at first I
5: know, he's massive, isn't he? It's yeah. weird uh, your, your daughters are beautiful and wonderful human beings and, and, uh, Naturally Certainly someone in that household is doing a great job I suspect it's your husband who's is, is having the major influence there Because they are <laughs> such charming young women With a fantastic sense of humour And a real purpose No, one of
12: them's a bit rude
5: Oh, that, right, that's <laughs> yours then, yeah <laughs>
13: looking very heavy on the Great North Road, approaching the Black Cat Roundabout at the moment on the speed sensors. And one lane's closed on the M25, heading anti-clockwise between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. Long delays at the moment, back to Junction 22 for the M1, uh, looking very slow following an accident there. The A414's looking quite slow as well around the Park Street Roundabout, and very slow moving on Barnet Bypass, heading southbound on camera between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. Services suspended on the Bakerloo line at the moment, Between Queen's Park and Harrow and the Wildstone due to a signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much 746. It's uh, Tuesday the 12th of August, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Business leaders in the Berry Park area of Luton say they warned councillors about a road where a three-year-old girl died. Relatives have been told there will be a public debate over items left on graves at Sandy Cemetery. And tribute to coming in for actor Robin Williams, who's been found dead in California. Here's the weather with
3: Kate. It's hearts and bucks weather.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: Good morning. Many of us waking up to a bright start this morning. We do have a little bit of cloud around, but it's quite high. You can see the potential of the blue sky behind it, and it is feeling quite fresh as well. The temperatures uh, dropped down in well, not quite into single figures last night, but fairly chilly, around 11, 12 Celsius. So it is quite fresh this morning, and uh, we could see one or two showers now. This morning the risk is slim, although I'm just noticing perhaps one, just very light one, just to the east of Tring at the moment. So. We may get one or two pop up, but the heavier ones are likely to arrive this afternoon. Some of us may swerve them completely and we will just get blue sky. But if you do get one, they're not going to last for long as the wind is still fairly brisk as it has been for the last few days. Temperatures likely to get up to around 20, maybe 21 Celsius. Overnight, the showers will die out if you get one, of course, and then we'll get some lengthy clear spells. The wind gradually falls a little lighter. Minimum temperature 12 Celsius for tomorrow. It stays cool, bright, sunny, scattered showers around similar to today really with a maximum of 20 Celsius and that's your forecast
3: The JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio
14: This morning I'm highlighting one of the biggest traffic problems in beds, hearts and bucks Local residents in Flamstead say that Chequers Hill is so dangerous they avoid it at all costs.
13: When you pull out, it's pulling out into the middle of the road. But sometimes you find people indicate left and they're carrying on. So, you know, that's how the accidents happen.
14: The local MP has also told me it's not safe. And he wonders whether it'll take a deadly accident for the highways agency to do something about it. I'll be live at the Junction to see for myself, and I want your views. Park up safely and come and see it for yourself, or give me a call and have your say.
3: The JVS Show.
14: Live from Flamstead, this morning from nine, here on BBC Three Counties
6: Radio. Call 08459
5: 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three... uh... Counties Radio We're talking about Robin Williams Uh, Someone has just tweeted Which classic rock album ends with Shazbot Nanu Nanu Oh that's a good question A classic rock album ends with Shazbot Nanu Nanu I haven't got the foggiest Johnny Unless you're winding me up Hey someone winding me up on Twitter No that could never happen Oh eight four five nine 455 double, 555 double, is the telephone number. We've established the name of the landlord in Morecambe Indy. We're now trying to find a classic rock album that ends with that. Now, it's a traffic heavy day here on BBC Three Counties Radio. If you've driven down the A5 from the M1 at Junction 9 in Hertfordshire towards Dunstable, I was driving down there the other day. You'll know there are a few dodgy junctions serving the villages along that main road. Well, later this morning, JVS will be live at one of them at Flamstead. But first, we can highlight an issue that was brought to us as part of our big tour. We're featuring Flamstead and Mark Yate on our big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Sheila Pilkington lives in Marquette and is worried about a major set of traffic lights. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning. What's your beef with the traffic lights?
11: Uh, Well, there's there's a long-standing issue, which is in connection with the right turn, if you're coming in from Dunstable, where there appears to be a right filter turn, but there is no protection for that turn. Um, We've been urging them to at least put a notice up saying that you don't have the right of way when you turn right. But the more immediate one is one which has been caused by the um, installation of a new um, electric cable. The people doing the installation cut through the sensor for the traffic lights um, opposite our house in the high street. And... It means that unless you pull right onto the sensor at the traffic lights, virtually, the traffic lights don't change for you when you want to leave the village.
5: Oh. And how long has that been going on for? Uh,
11: Since about the 4th of April. Oh, so quite a while, then. Yes.
5: <laughs> and you, have you spoken to the council? Have you spoken to the, the, the oh. company that did the work?
11: Yes, there's a string of contacts with people, and it's gone round and round in circles. And the ultimate de- decision we've come to at the moment is that the centre's got to be replaced, which is like a piece of wire under the road, they sawed through it. Um, That's got to be replaced. But because the standard for the depth of the sensor has been changed, they're going to change not only the one that's broken, but the other one that's still working. Right. Which means that they'll have to dig up the road.
5: Oh, fantastic. Any idea when this is going to happen, Sheila? Because it's it's been going on for a while.
11: No. Uh, What's happened, uh, what we've done as local people, and I didn't personally do it, um, we've put notices on the traffic lights... To warn people to pull forward to the sensor, because the traffic was p- getting held mm. up there, and people going through the red light. Ultimately,
5: so who put the signs up?
11: Uh, Neighbours. Well, good for them. Good <laughs> yeah, for them. Yeah, and shame yeah. on the council
5: for not, you know, going putting up a temporary sign themselves.
11: Well, you you try and get someone to well. move on a sign. It's not easy. You know,
5: I, oh boy, the checklists that <laughs> that has to go through to do yeah. that. Uh, uh, do you know? Are the council aware of the sign?
11: Uh oh yes, yes. and they're happy with it um well, the oh. gentleman that came to see what was going wrong and deal with it um said you'd turn a blind eye oh okay, uh, because it was doing the it was achieving what was necessary
5: yeah we've um we asked the highways agency uh, to yep. come on the show, they said no. Yeah. Uh, they sent us a statement. Have a listen, listen to this. We've been made, made aware of a fault with the traffic lights on the A5 at Markyate. An engineer has identified an electrical fault where one of the traffic light loops has been damaged. We are working with our service providers to investigate the issue and resolve the problem as soon as possible. Yeah. Doesn't really say a lot, does it?
11: No. They've been made aware since, I say, the beginning of April when it happened.
5: Gosh. Well, listen, Sheila, do keep in touch. Let us know how things go. Well, well done on whoever put up that sign. It shows a little bit of, uh, of, of initiative that's perhaps lacking from some authorities. And fingers yeah. crossed it gets sorted out soon.
11: Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs>
5: Isn't it just? Sheila, yeah. thank you very much for your time this morning. Sheila Pilkington lives in Markyate. Uh, and don't forget that uh, Jonathan will be further down the A5 at Flamstead from 9. 08459 five five double five. Pat's in Helton Regis. Morning, Pat. Good morning, Ian. Pat, what have you got for us? Yes,
18: over the tragic accident in Berry Park.
5: Yes, very sad. Yes,
18: it is very sad, and uh, I think a lot has led up to that, where businesses, council, the police, and and people, car users in that area, need to. Uh, to look now at what they do in that area themselves. I mean, the businesses, if, you, if they put rain shop fronts back to where they should be, you've got more pedestrian um, space then.
5: Would that, would that have changed thing, if things, having more pedestrian space? Because as far as I'm aware, and do you know what? I, I've driven up and down there a lot. I've not walked up and down there, and maybe I should. As far as, uh, as I'm aware, a lot of people have said the problem is the delineation between the pavement and the road, that it's not necessarily quite clear.
18: Well, if you imagine the shopfronts being out too far and then you're squeezing up the pedestrian even more because it is a busy shopping area, they're pushing them towards the road, aren't they? Yeah. So you could probably put some fencing along the curb edge leading up and opening up to uh, crossing areas, crossing points. Um, You've also got the bad parking problems there where uh, the drivers are responsible for that. They park on double yellow lines. They don't care where they park. They park near... um, joining roads, joining other roads, within um, corners, etc., not giving any um, visual um, calm for anybody going through Berry Park. So uh, there's a lot there. It's the businesses, it's the shoppers. A lot of people have got to take not responsibility for the action, but responsibility for improving that area more so now. And the police have a part to play as well because I've seen them go past and not do much about the poor parking down there. There are traffic offences happening all the time.
5: It is. Listen, you're right. uh, uh, Someone who's driven down there, it is very, very busy. And it it can be a nightmare at certain times of the day, can't it? It can. It is a nightmare. Pat, are we... Hang on a second, Pat. I'm confused. Are we agreeing about something? Oh, yeah. yeah, I could agree with you sometimes, yeah. Wow, this is is (laughs) unprecedented, Pat. Nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. I'm agreeing with Pat in Houghton Regis. Who'd have thunk it? 08459, 455555. Let's have a quick look at the front pages of some of the other papers. Have we got some Texas, Kath? Do you want to have a little. Uh, Go on look-see? then. Uh,
12: this is from Shell. She says, I'm really sorry about the young girl in Berry Park, but like that gentleman said, it was an accident waiting to happen. The way the road is laid out is similar to where Asda is in Dunstable. People and cars oh, don't yeah. know who has priority. And that is a, that yep. is a fact I didn't realise, actually. I've drove along there quite a lot, and I thought they were road humps.
5: They were those courtesy crossings. The, yeah, the courtesy crossings confuse me. I, I'm never quite sure. So you're, you're supposed to, out of courtesy, let stop and let people sure, cross? yeah. OK. Didn't
12: right. realise that's what they were. Yeah. Um, Ian, if the businesses in Barrie Park kept their merchandise in the stores and not all over the pavement, they'd be roof of parking spaces, says Maff in Hamslope.
5: That's goodness, what, what Pat was kind of saying, Yeah. really. It's a tough one, isn't it? And I tell you what's making me uncomfortable about this is the fact that a three-year-old girl has died. Uh, And, um, you know, yeah, it needs to be looked into why this happened, what could be done from preventing it in the first place. But I just think, oh, my... You know, it was your little kid. I know. Oh, and that suddenly your child, your dead child, is, you know, people are pointing fingers at other people and saying, well, it's not their fault, it's their fault. No, it's their fault. No, hang on, it's the shopkeepers. No, it's the bus. And also investigation's going on. Flippin' heck. Imagine how that bus driver feels. I know. Do you know what I mean? F- d- there are no winners in this, and hopefully something good will come out of it, but flippin' heck. Terrible, terrible story. Uh, the front page of the... Gu- hey, the Edinburgh Festival! I was supposed to go up there on Sunday.
12: Have you ever done that? Yeah. Is it T- awful?
5: I hated it. I hated you it. have
12: to go up there and sell yourself. Don't I
5: hated you? it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I did it two years. One year I did three shows, and then a week into it, I lost my voice completely. Imagine the fun of that. We had to cancel one of the shows. What are
12: the audiences like? Are they generally sort of drunk?
5: Um.
12: Yeah, they were all and right. I remember to the please. P- are they hard to please, or are they there for a laugh?
5: They're kind of up for it. I remember the first year, I was doing the shows with, um, with a friend who was very talented and very funny, so people were coming to see him, which was good. I remember the first year I did a show with my friend, and it was in this uh, tiny room above a pub, and it held 50 people. And I did my, I, I was doing bits and pieces in it, and my friend was kind of doing most of it. And I was sat out in the hallway, waiting for my bit to come on. I think I may have been having a fag, you could still smoke indoors then. And Bob Mortimer walked in. <laughs> and I remember t- t- thinking, play it cool. All right, Bob. <clears throat> and oh i couldn't oh, it was awful bob mortimer came in to see our show he loved it as well
12: i nearly did stand up once yeah and that was in a tiny club where there was there's about six seven regulars used to go in and it was again it was a room above a pub yeah that's more terrifying Yeah, yeah, yeah. there were loads of people trying out you know different acts and looking at pads and things yeah. and then this guy came in who was a pro yeah and he just wiped the floor and he's now on EastEnders. bold oh. fella
5: T- Terry Alderton. Yeah, he's yeah, brilliant. I know, I know Terry. Yeah, uh, t- it's easier to do it in front of like five hundred people than it is to do it in five people. Yeah, too personal. Exactly. Oh wait, four, five, nine four double five five double five. Let's get the travel on BBC Three Counties Radio. Travel news for
6: beds, cards, and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M- Looking very slow at the moment, London bound between junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead and junction 6A for the M25. Not being helped by the problems on the M25, heading anti clockwise. Still a lane closed at the moment following an accident between junction 19 for Watford and junction 18 for Chorleywood. Seeing queues back to junction 22 for St Albans at the moment. So far in Borehamwood, looking heavy on the Barnet bypass, heading southbound between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. And on the train, severe delays on the Bakerloo line between Queen's Park and Harren the Wildstone, Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
17: Thank you, Nicola.
5: We're kind of just hanging out this morning. We're getting lots of calls about the, the the traffic situation in Berry Park, but otherwise we're just chatting. So give us a call if you just fancy a chat. Maybe we'll speak to you after the news with Jane.
3: Local and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks.
5: This
6: is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: 8 o'clock, I'm Jane Killick. The headlines call for something to be done about a road in Luton where a three-year-old was killed. A public debate's to be held about items left on graves in Sandy and the actor Robin Williams has died. BBC Three
3: Counties Radio.
1: Business owners in Berry Park in Luton have told BBC Three Counties Radio they'd warned the council about the dangers of Dunstable Road but were ignored. It comes after three-year-old Maya Shahzad died in a bus collision while crossing the road last Friday afternoon. Mohamed Nadeem is the director and founder of Nadeem Plaza in Berry Park and says the traffic is a problem.
25: We've had a lot of concerns in Bury Park for a very, very long time and the council haven't done nothing about it. These uh, traffic issues have been going on for many years now. Uh, they don't do nothing about it. You know, we have, we've got, we need bus lanes, bus lay The council can't neglect us and this accident is you know, waiting to be happen.
1: The deputy leader of Luton Borough Council says their thoughts are with the family of Maya Shazad. Sean Timoney went to the
0: little girl's funeral yesterday. She says a full investigation is underway. We're actually devastated by this incident and uh, our heart goes out to all the family and our thoughts are clearly with those. But I think at the moment it's, it's inappropriate to comment while the police are doing their investigation, which obviously we support them in. And, um, you know, we, we just at the moment are thinking about the family at this very difficult time. Plans to remove trinkets, lights and other
1: objects from graves at a cemetery in Bedfordshire have been put on hold. Relatives were angry when laminated signs were stuck on gravestones at Sandy Cemetery, telling them the items would be removed on September the 1st. The town council promised relatives at a meeting last night they'll hold a public debate on the issue. Trixie Smith, who has family buried there, is looking forward
26: to putting her point across. People tried to get their words across last night, but, you know, we understand, yeah, it's not a public meeting where it was only about the cemeteries and they did have a limited time. But now we have a public debate to look forward to so everyone can have their say.
1: Villagers in Hertfordshire have put up their own warning signs at traffic lights which aren't working properly. A utility company cut through one of the sensors on the turning out of Markyate onto the A5. President Sheila Pilkington says they've been waiting for someone to fix it since April.
11: What we've done as local people, and I didn't personally do it, um, we've put notices on the traffic lights to warn people to pull forward to the censor because the traffic was getting held Mm. up there and people going through the red light ultimately. Tributes
1: have been paid to Robin Williams, the irrepressible Oscar-winning actor and comedian who's died aged 63. He's thought to have committed suicide. His spokesman said he'd recently been suffering from severe depression. In football, all our sides play in the Capital One Cup first round tonight. Stevenage welcome Watford to the Lamech Stadium. The MK Dons meet AFC Wimbledon. Luton are at home to Swindon and Wickham are away to Millwall. The weather, a dry start with sunny spells, some showers possible this afternoon and a high of 21 Celsius. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counters.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
4: Never walk out the door without seeing people that you know and saying hi.
3: All this week, we're featuring Flamstead and Marky 8
20: You can get a, a, a Queen's councillor talking to a plumber on exactly the same level.
3: It's all about where you
8: live. I live here, I work here, My partner works in the village.
3: The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks, BBC Three Counties Radio.
19: If you hear a whisper, give us a
5: shout. Yeah, the show's got a catchphrase, guys, and I really think it's working. No, it's the it's, cool. it's the it's the the legacy of scoins, It's the only good thing he left us in his will,
4: is this? One, one. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Yeah,
12: that is terrifying.
5: No, it's not. It's, okay, listen to this. If you hear a whisper, guess give us us our shells. Give us a shelf. Try this one. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Hardcore. Oh, yeah. All right. Try. Have you heard the show's new catchphrase, Kelly? Is it?
10: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
5: That's the fella. Have a listen to
15: this. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Wow.
4: Local
28: and vocal. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Word up.
5: You
12: see? Oh, he's. How many whispers have we had passed on? Uh, none. Nope. So let's ditch it.
5: No, we had a whisper the other day about something. If it didn't really translate into a shout... Oh, whisper something. <laughs> can you whisper that? <sighs> oh, we're doing a radio show. Sorry, I forgot. 08459 555 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we're talking about traffic in Berry Park. We're, talk- we're talking about all kinds of things. We're sort of just having a chat. So do give us a call and uh, you can come on the air and have a little, you know... If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Respect. There we go. Across
3: beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Now, business owners in Berry Park have told this programme they be, they've been warning the council for years about the dangerous roads in the area, but say they were repeatedly ignored. This comes after three-year-old Maya Shazad died in a bus collision while crossing the Dunstable Road. Courtesy crossings in the area have proved particularly unpopular with residents. I think the problem with courtesy crossings is most people don't really know what they are. Well, Stephen Webb is from the Institute of Higher Engineers. Good morning, Stephen. Hi there, Yeah, I know know you're not familiar with this particular um, layout or this particular accident, but the courtesy crossings seem to be the problem, and it's a big controversial thing here in Beds, Hearts and Bucks. These are kind of the red... Brick raised lumps in the road,
29: are they? I'm not sure. I mean, are you talking about sort of road humps or traffic calming, or are we talking about uncontrolled crossings? Well, they, 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 I, I'm not totally sure. The phrase that has been used by various councils here
5: is courtesy crossings, where it's assumed that a driver is going to
29: stop for a pedestrian, right? Okay, yeah. So, you, I think you're probably talking about sort of the raised hump crossings. Where, I think
5: that's what they are, yes. Yes,
29: yeah. I mean, obviously. When it c- comes to considering crossing types, um, generally, crossings are provided to give a safer passage across the highway. Um, there's no single correct solution to the providing crossings, but obviously much depends on the site specifics. Um, I'm obviously not aware of what's no, on the site in Luton.
5: But it, but in general, do these, do these crossings seem to work? As a driver, yeah. um,
29: I, 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 I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to do. Right, well, if you, th- if you think of the different types of crossings, you've obviously got uncontrolled crossings, which are effectively a drop in the pavement and the pedestrian crosses and gives way to traffic. Um, then you've obviously got the formal types of crossings, which are uh, zebras and signalised crossings. Mm. Um, what the raised tables do do is obviously offer some sort of traffic calming measure um, to aid those uncontrolled crossings. Um, so they are widely used in local authorities um, to provide um, what they consider to be a safer passage across the highway. Um, it's worth considering, obviously, that without any sort of crossing facilities, people still do cross mm. in an uncontrolled environment. So the, the, the main objective is to try and provide a safer passage.
5: Why have these, these, these raised crossings become so popular recently, as opposed to zebra crossings or, 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 or other pedestrian crossings?
29: There's, a lot of, there's lots of site characteristics which need to be understood. Right. Um, the government basically provides best practice guidance to highway authorities and designers. Um, and this basically depicts an option assessment which should be carried out. Um, things like the traffic speed of, of the site in question is a key factor. Um, the traffic flow, you know, obviously if if there's a number of vehicles passing, will pedestrians be able to safely cross? Will they find a gap in the traffic? The perception for pedestrians is, is massively important. Will mm. they beam the crossing to be safe? And also, is it on existing desire lines? You know, putting crossings in locations where people aren't going to use them is, is uh, ineffective.
5: Here's one of the things that I find incredibly frustrating, is, is, is you'll be, I'll be driving along and I'll, I will come to a zebra crossing, yet there'll be a mum and a couple of kids crossing... Yeah. About twenty feet away from the well, zebra crossing that's
29: exactly it. I mean the effective site assessment, if you don 't go out and carry a necessary and effective assessment, then you 're wasting the taxpayers' money, and also you, you could potentially put putting in a crossing in an ineffective place, and the whole idea is, as you said, is, is to provide a safer passage. Also, you know, the, the visibility at the crossings are key paramount. I mean, obviously, you've got to understand the, the highway characteristics. You know, can pedestrians effectively see the traffic coming towards them and can, and can the traffic see the pedestrian? And then going back to detailed knowledge, you must understand the, the local environment. Are there schools in close proximity? You know, are there parks nearby and are there shops? Because all of this will generate, you know, higher crossing demand. and and also give an idea of what sort of pedestrian will be using the crossing.
5: Stephen, listen, I appreciate your your inside knowledge on this. Thank you very much indeed, Stephen Webb from the Institute of Higher Engineers. It is more complicated than just going out with a pot of paint and painting some white stripes in the middle of the road. It's more complicated than that. It is one of my bugbears, though. Particularly when it's it's parents with kids, and they're crossing like 10 yards away from the Zebra Crossing. Go to the Zebra Crossing, for goodness sakes. Do you, know, do you know... Have you seen that, It cast? also
12: drives me crackers when we are standing at a... You know, waiting for the lights to change with my children and someone will plough straight through, um, you know, another pedestrian. You think, thanks very much, you've just demonstrated something that I'm trying to I... drill
5: out of them. Now, one of the things we've learnt on this show is that, that cars don't need... Legally, they don't need to stop at a zebra crossing until your foot is on the zebra crossing. We've learnt that. Thank you very much. I was a quarter of the way across a zebra crossing yesterday with my two boys... And I started crossing because there was a car coming, but it was slowing down. Yes, we just carried on, but really slowly. And he just carried on through the zebra crossing. And he gave me a really filthy look. And I mouthed, I actually mouthed the um, the shopkeeper, the landlord's name from Malcolm um, Indy. I couldn't believe it. And he looked at me like I was doing something wrong. And I, when I'm with the, particularly when I'm with the boys, not so much of my, I'm ashamed to so. say, particularly when I'm with the boys, road crossing is one of the big things we do with them, hold hands you stop, you do the green cross code, we always cross at a zebra crossing, we always wait for the lights to change
12: and he was like looking at me from when we've been little, we've always looked for the stripes if you want to cross a road, look for the stripes and they wait, and they they know to wait for the cars to stop, and so if someone else comes along and I don't know, crosses further along and stuff, it's it, it confuses them. Kids yeah. need black and white, don't they? Literally, they need the black
5: Literally and white. Literally, the black and white. Thank you very much. Ramesh is in Luton on the very uh, Park. Morning, Ramesh. Good morning, sir. Uh, you, now, what would you like to say about this situation? Yeah, I told you so it's going to happen, so it's to happen now. Yes, yeah, you did. You sorry, spoke to us sorry. a while ago, yes.
27: Yeah, I've got a five-point program uh, 5 point program for you. Number number one, we should have a proper bus stops there. Yeah? Yes. Number two, proper Jabra crossing. Yep. The road should be widened.
5: Is, sh- is that number three?
27: Number three, yeah. Yep. Number four, the shopkeepers should be controlled. You know, how much display they can put on the on the, on
17: the. Yeah, floor this floor.
5: has been a bit... I need to go down there with, with fresh... You, I need to walk down to there, walk there because... down there,
27: my
17: friend.
5: Yeah, you, I, I, I fully intend to because the, the, the amount of space that the shopkeepers are taking up is, has been a big bone of contention you, this morning.
27: You've you know, you, you got to walk down there and have a look. You can't even move in there. Number number five, all these, you know, the roads are sellers there. Anybody can sell anything there at any any time. You know, that should be stopped.
5: OK. And you think that would help things? Oh, yeah, of course. But you, I mean, you, you, uh, you told us a long time ago that uh, you oh, were yeah, worried yeah, something yeah. was going to happen.
18: Yeah, that's right.
5: Uh, Ramesh, listen, th- 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 this story will continue, and we shall keep covering it here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Let's have a look at um, some of Britain's least popular newspapers. Let's start with the Times. Jets ready for combat. Oh, oh, Kelly just tapped me on the shoulder, and I looked over, but she was doing it. She was on the other shoulder. That was brilliant, mate. I've not uh, I've thanks. not fallen for that for years. You're welcome. Nice one, man. Thank thanks. you. Oh, that's really, that's really made my day. Oh, how lovely. She tapped my right shoulder, I looked round, she was on the left. That's in the Dad's Book of Tricks,
12: including, uh, what's that on your shirt? Whoop!
5: The kids don't fall for the shoulder thing, though. Don't they? They don't understand. It's like, it's like doing magic to a child. Children don't oh, understand. Or Justin. Oh, Justin. Well, well, yeah, Justin is full of wonder, but kids don't understand physics. So they don't know that it's odd that you've made a coin disappear and it comes out from behind their ear because they don't understand. They don't know enough of the world. And they, they don't it's know magic the ru- anyway. They don't know the rules of the world. Mm. Exactly, that's the problem. Um, the front pages are all really miserable, to be honest. Hello, oh, hang on, we did this yesterday. From this is from the t- Telegraph. Deck chairs widened to cater for the growing beach bums. We did that yesterday, guys. All of all newspapers do is recycle other newspapers' news, and all local radio breakfast shows do is recycle newspapers' news. Mm, apart from us, we make stuff oh, up. Yeah, apart from us, yeah, that, 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 that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, apart from us, we make stuff up. We just make it up. Well, no, 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 we don't make it up, Catherine. Uh, okay. No, we we have a team of hardened journalists who go out and find... They sniff Ooh, out stories. What's
12: this behind your ear? A coin.
5: <laughs> How did you do that? There's nothing in the papers. Of, of you know, it's all... Robin Williams... Uh, which, which war are we talking about now? Gaza now. It'd be, it'd be Iraq again. It's Iraq in some. It's Gaza in some. Yep. <sighs> It's a depressing place to be, is it? It's a depressing place to be the world at the moment. Give us a call. Oh eight four five nine 555 is the telephone number. We're talking about, um, uh, Barry Park. We're talking about traffic. We're talking about autographs as well. Dennis came up with a surprisingly good question. Why on earth are people interested in having an autograph? I, I, I can't quite get my head around.
12: I think it's because it's still frowned upon to chip things off, celebrities. <laughs> C- until afterwards that uh, barber who claimed to have caught Elvis's fringe oh, yeah. he's selling it lock by lock
5: it would I, I nearly bought um, a badge on eBay for a lot of money that um, was pur- purported to have some of the monkey's hair on it H- head hair mm. on it uh, why would they
12: have a badge on their hair
5: no what uh, oh is it, it a brooch the hair no it's like from the 60s like Mickey's hey Mickey's hair and it had a bit of Mickey's hair on it oh yeah and I nearly paid... I nearly paid $200 for it.
12: Right, OK, well, that's got to stop. Sorry? Yeah. What? That's got to stop right there. Hang on.
6: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio the M1 London bound, looking very heavy on the sensors, between Junction 7 at Hemel Hempstead and Junction 6A for the M25. It's not being helped by the problems on the M25 heading anti-clockwise. Severe delays at the moment of well over an hour between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood, now busy to Junction 22 for St Albans following an accident that happened earlier on. Emergency repairs are now taking place. Take a look in Park Street, the A414 looking quite slow around the Park Street roundabout at the moment, and severe delays on the Bay clue line between Queen's Park and Harrow the Wildstone following a signal failure earlier. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much.
5: 816. It's uh, Tuesday the 12th of August. I'm Ian Lee. It's Catherine's 43rd birthday today and I'm going to take her out and buy her a breakfast.
12: Well, yes, yes to that. Happy
5: 43rd birthday, Catherine. And that's me being generous. (laughs) These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. It's claimed Luton Council were warned about the dangers of a road where a three-year-old girl was killed on Friday. Relatives have been told there will be a public debate over items left on graves at Sandy Cemetery. And comic actor Robbie Williams has di- Robin Williams, excuse me, there we go, has died at the age of sixty-three in an apparent suicide. BBC Three Counties Radio.
14: With the new season only a couple of days old, it's time to stop focusing on the league and look forward to a cup run. Oh. Tonight, all our teams are in League Cup action. There's a Hertfordshire derby at the Lamex as Stevenage host Watford. And emotions will be stirred again in Milton Keynes as MK Dons face AFC Wimbledon. Plus, Luton play their first League Cup tie in five years at home to Swindon. All three games live in Three Counties Sports. Tonight from seven here on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Oh, 08459 five, 455 double, 555 double, BBC 3 Counties Radio Oh gosh we're just discussing as it's Catherine's birthday we're discussing giving her the bumps Where did the bumps go I was speaking to an American last week uh, and we were talking about birthdays and I said oh we'd give him the bumps The what We'll give him the bumps What's well, the bumps man <laughs> It was Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob's, man. It's the worst, you know, when someone grabs his legs and someone grabs the arms and you, you bump them up for as many times as... Like, oh, man, we don't do that in the States. He also told me that... that you know how, Do you know how they eat apple pie in America? A la mode. What does that mean?
12: Um, it means with cr- ice cream on the side, no?
5: No. This is going to blow your mind. No. Well, they eat, it doesn't matter how they pick it up. They eat it with melted cheddar Cheese That on top. does not
12: surprise me at all. Now,
5: knee-jerk reaction. Oh. Second thought is... Oh.
12: Have you ever had an apple and cheese sandwich?
5: Yeah, I have. It's Marks and nice. Spencer's used to do them. Ten years ago they stopped, and I'm still upset by it.
12: But we are talking about American cheese.
5: No, he says they get proper cheddar cheese. They, no. they managed to source it.
12: They gave me uh, proper cheddar cheese right. in, uh, in a recent trip to America.
5: Cheddar cheese... It was American spreadable. or otherwise, it
12: was spreadable, <laughs> <laughs>
5: and it was
12: orange like red Leicester. Oh,
5: oh, oh, oh. That cheese is made of plastic, yeah. but what delicious plastic you can get it is! Sprayable cheese, but imagine that on an apple pie. I always get weird looks whenever I go to a greasy spoon that does desserts. I always ask for the apple pie with custard and ice cream. Oh. What, you want the ice cream separately? No, on top. It'll melt. Yeah, I know. That, that's the deal. I want, I want the ice cream to be melting while I eat it. Beautiful. You put cream on that, that's the king of desserts.
12: Mm-mm-mm.
5: Beautiful.
12: They put cheese on fillet of fishes.
5: They put cheese everywhere, man. But anyway, why were we talking about that? There was a reason... Oh, Oops. the bumps. Why do we give people the bumps? Where did that come from? That's a weird thing. And I bet, I bet you're not allowed to do it in schools anymore. Killjoys, oh no, I bet, yeah. fascists or health and safety yeah, That's the point, they might crack their head when you drop them on the floor Or their back might get put out of joint Literally, that's the point of the bumps It's supposed to be uncomfortable for the bumpy Of course it is, it's their birthday They're getting presents and stuff Give them a little bit of discomfort <laughs> And do you know what, I bet the bumps is actually really good for your back It's like being on a rack, it'll stretch it out
12: mm-hmm. You're oh, still not giving me the bumps I,
5: I am, and I'm taking the feet end
12: Kelly Yeah, i love the top <laughs>
5: eight oh, four five nine four double five JVS. Yes. Do you know why we give people the bumps? No. no. I, I couldn't think of anything worse than being given the bumps. No. I I would I would love to do. I'd love to have it done to me. Would you? Yeah, I would. Not for the full forty-one. That would be exhausting for everybody involved. But I'd like eleven. But with your lanky limbs, your legs might fall off. That, there is that distinct possibility. Yes, you're right. Thank, uh, I'm glad you flagged that up, JVS. <laughs> Thank, thanks very much. Hey, listen, you you, you uh, sound like you're by a very busy road. What's
14: going I on? Am. I am. I'm by the A5 uh, that's uh, just near Checkers Hill Junction going up into Flamstead. Uh, my programme this morning comes live from here because residents of Flamstead, as part of our big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bugs, have told me that this is one of the most dangerous junctions in the whole of Hertfordshire. Have you driven it, Ian? Uh, I do know it, yes, I do. It is, it is particularly unpleasant. It's very dangerous. When you're trying yep. to pull out of Flamstead, uh, the, uh, the, the entire process of trying to get out of the junction can take up to half an hour, people are telling me here. Well, from 10 o'clock this morning, I'll be joined by local residents who are furious. I'll be joined by uh, MP for this area, Mike Penning. And I'll be joined by the Highways Authority, who are ultimately the ones who are responsible for making the decision as to whether anything can be done at this
5: junction to make it a little safer. Are you going to be angry today, JVS? Probably. Oh, good, I like Probably. those ones. I'm, I'm in the mood. What's the, I, I've not got a window near here. What's the weather like? Well, do you know what? I think I could get a tan. <laughs> it's
14: beautiful.
5: Please keep, please keep your clothes on. Jonathan, thank you very much. We'll uh, speak to you later on. I say speak to you, I'll be shouting at the radio while you, you, you go on. Jonathan uh, Smith will be on at nine o'clock this morning.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Someone, this Robin, this Robin Williams thing is, 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 is very odd, isn't it? And someone has tweeted the ABC News website, the news station in America, their website... And they've highlighted the words, the family respectfully asks for their privacy as they grieve during this very difficult time. OK? That's the quote. The family respectfully asks for their privacy as they grieve during this very difficult yeah, time. Okay. At the top of the page, it says, mm-hmm. watch live, aerials of Robin Williams's home. <gasps> it's on the same page, ABC News.
12: And by the way, why do we want to see the top of a house?
5: I want to, you know, I have, it's none of my business. I have a morbid curiosity. I want to know what happened. Of course I want to know what happened. But
12: are you going to watch...
5: Wait, wait, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second, right. So on Good Morning This Is Britain, they've got uh, Jackie Chan, right? Jackie Chan is... Oh, yeah! (laughs) Look at that, looks like the best film ever made! And he's. I think he's in his 70s, isn't he, Jackie? I think he's 72 or something.
12: He certainly is limber.
5: Look at that, look at him, he's beating them up with, like, just poles. And then the brother, he's got the Brother! That's how good he is, right? Oh. But Jackie Chan would beat him with some nunchucks. Anyway. That Jackie looks Ch- uh, awesome.
12: <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Lee would not be messing about with implements. he no. just...
5: <laughs> Right, so they've got Jackie Chan. And by the way, what my friend told me, judging from that outfit, could possibly be true. Uh-huh. He, he likes a hat. Um, Jackie Chan is on there. It looks
12: like someone sat in that Panama.
5: Right. All we've had is Dennis and Dunstable. I'm just saying, guys, raise your game a bit. Imagine if we'd have had Jackie Chan on here. Could have done a fight with him in the car park or something. I love Jackie Chan. Do you like Jackie Chan, Steve?
30: Um, Yeah, so I used to live in Hong Kong and his movies are freaking awesome. It's always great to see watch one of those and see him, uh, performing back there mind you Hong Kong seems to change by the fortnight so uh it's always interesting to see what new buildings have popped up
5: I've only been to Hong Kong once and I went to Hong Kong before I think it's before we gave it back it would have been uh it was, uh, two- well, uh,
30: it was 97 when we gave it back oh so no in that case Hong-
5: it was see, in that case it was Chinese I went in about 99 or maybe 2000. Oh right, no, no, it was owned by the Chinese then. Oh blimey, blimey, they were. Yeah, I, actually, you're right. They, they were slowly getting rid of the uh, phone boxes and the telephone, the the, the the pillar boxes. But I love oh, a bit God. of Jackie Chan. Bit of Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan and Robin Williams. I think I'll be watching tonight. Steve, you've called in about Robin Williams. What would you like to say? Yeah, well, I was working in California about 13 years ago. Hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second, right. For those who don't know, Steve is a regular caller to the show. He's invented a machine that um, will keep the liver living uh, when it's being transported from one... Yeah, Steve the genius, from one place to another. So he's invented a machine that will do that. He lived in Hong Kong, and now you worked in California. I don't want to start stroking my chin and saying, chinny hill, chinny racon, but... Are you a fantasist, no. Stephen?
30: No, my first job out of university was working for Kenwood, the appliance company. I just bought a subsidiary in China, so I was um, lead designer on a bunch of products. And then a few years ago during the recession, I was working for a startup. This is just early 2000s in california it was a company called phagenics that was a step between hp and kodak yeah uh fortunately they crashed into the heart of the sun but no, i'm afraid this is all true
5: oh go on then fantastic i like your stories go on
30: um well i used to go for um coffee in a coffee shop in la jolla um which is a beautiful little place just on the californian coast and i was in there one day and uh, robin williams popped in oh, for a coffee man. And he was taking part in um, a race they have just along by um, uh, Torrey Pines there where they get an able-bodied individual and a disabled child and they sort of have to do a random cycle race along the highway and it's barely sneezed every year. So, um, yeah, he just sort of quietly popped in to, um, just ask for a coffee, and, uh, of course, I really held it together, I went up to him and said, I love you, I love (laughs) your movie!
5: And I bet he was alright with that, wasn't
30: he? He was fabulous, he was really sweet, I'd just seen him in, um, I forget the name of the movie, but it's the one set in Alaska with Hilary Swank, where he actually plays uh, Suspect Killer, which was a real change for him, but... um, I sort of waxed lyrical because I'd just seen him in Fisher King before I went out to the US as well. And he just thought, said, hey, what a joy it had been to work with Terry Gilliam on
5: that movie. Oh, man, Steve, listen, I could, I could talk to you all morning. No doubt we'll get your calls again about somewhere else you've, you've been. Steve, thank you very much indeed. I'm only moving on because I've, I've, I've got a guest lined up, but thank you. What a lovely story. Uh, last month we were contacted by a number of people who'd found notes on the graves of their relatives in Sandy Cemetery. It basically said, trinkets, toys, ornaments and lighting must be removed. They were given the deadline of September the 1st But some people went to a, a meeting At Sandy Council last night Roy Johnson was one of them Good morning, Roy Roy, why did you decide to go last night? Roy, listen, it's not a great line uh, We'll get you, We'll try and get you back after the news at half past Because I, 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 I want to hear what you have to say So it's not a particularly great line And um, we'll give you the time that you deserve What a nice story there from Steve about Robin Williams He's on, uh, He's on the telly now I'm sport for choice. My, uh, my wife and kids are away. When the cat's away, the mice will be all over the shop. I've got a box set of uh, 80s films that Catherine Boyle gave me for my birthday. Uh, I'm now officially younger than you. Uh, no. So I've got... I'm, I'm uh, eyeing up Weird Science is the first one I'm going to watch from choice. that. Excellent choice. Love a bit of Weird Science. I love that film. It's a great film. Excellent. Very funny. I remember it being quite integral point of my teenage years for various different reasons. It was, it was about hot women and computers. I was there.
12: That little one looked like my first French boyfriend.
5: Oh, really hairy?
12: Well, he's hairy now, as Facebook told me. I wish I hadn't seen that.
5: Oh, I know. Uh, so I, I've got that, but I might, I might also have a little bit of Jackie Chan and a little bit of Robin Williams. I'm spoiled for choice, aren't I? I'm sport for choice, really. Oh, dear. 08459 4555. double five five double five is the telephone number. It's kind of a laid-back show this morning, so if you just want to call in for a chat in the last 30 minutes... Do you want
12: me to if- make you a pie? What are you going to eat? Sorry? How long are they away? Two weeks? What are you going to eat?
5: Three
17: weeks.
12: <gasps> oh, you're waste away. No, you won't. You'll eat
5: pizza. I will. Yeah, I'll eat pizza. It's Tuesday tonight. Two for the price of.
12: Oh, yeah. So I'll be having
5: some of that. That'll last me tomorrow as well.
12: Mm -hmm. You reckon?
5: That takes me up to Thursday. I probably won't eat Thursday or Friday. Saturday, um, I'm in Birmingham, so I'll have a coffee on the way back. I've sorted.
12: Sounds like a healthy
5: diet. I'm living the dream. Travel news for beds, cards and
6: bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. Severe delays at the moment on the M25, heading anti-clockwise, taking well over an hour to get through at the moment following an accident between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. Congestion now back to Junction 23 for the A1M, looking very slow. The A414 in Park Street, that's looking quite slow on the speed sensors just around the Park Street roundabouts and very slow moving on the North Orbital Road, just off the M at 25. Take a look at the Bakerloo line, severe delays still between the Queen's Park and Harrow and Wildstone and that's following an earlier signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
13: This
3: is BBC Three Counties Radio. 8.30,
1: 8.30, I'm Jane Killick. Business owners in the Berry Park area of Luton have told BBC Three Counties Radio they'd warned the council about the dangers of Dunstable Road but were ignored. It comes after three-year-old Maya Shazad died in a bus collision while crossing the road on Friday afternoon. Plans by Sandy Town Council to remove items left on graves in the town cemetery have been put on hold. They told relatives at a meeting last night they will hold a public debate on the issue. The Oscar-winning actor and comedian Robin Williams has been found dead at his home in California. It's believed the 63-year-old committed suicide. The weather, a bright start with a few heavy showers developing. Onto sport and in football, there's Capital One Cup first round action for all of our teams tonight. In a Hertfordshire derby, Stevenage take on Watford at the Lamex. Both clubs won at the weekend. Hornets defender Joel Ekstrand says communication on the pitch has improved since last season.
18: We, we, we've spoken about that we need to speak about every situation and help each other rather than keeping quiet. So if someone has something to say, we, we say it and we sort it out directly.
1: MK Dons renew their rivalry with AFC Wimbledon. The pair met for the first time two seasons ago in the FA Cup. Manager Carl Robinson says Cup success is not the priority this season.
19: The league's more important than the Cup for me, um, and always will be. The game on Saturday is massive, I wear Peterborough, and so, um, we also have to put that into perspective as well. It's not my job as a manager to get carried away with all the controversy that surrounds the games. I have to just pick the team to be successful in the league and compete in the league. And um, We've always had a relatively good Cup success. So obviously, for obvious reasons, would have been the next game you want to win it.
1: Luton Town play their first home match of the season in the Cup tie against Swindon. Manager John Stills says it will be a test for his side against a team from the division above.
20: When you get this Cup game that pits you against higher opposition, I think that gives you a little boost. You know. We were a conference team last year. We we're playing a Division 1 team this year. So I think that gives it a, a little bit of extra edge. We'll try and have an alternative way of playing because sometimes someone might come up with saying that we've got, to, Hold on, we've got to overcome this. But uh, I think we might have to have it in our locker this year that we can change a little bit.
1: Wickham Wanderers are also in cup action away to Millwall. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next bulletin is at nine. Call
3: 08459
5: 455
6: 555. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's a mixed show. T- it's kind of, you know, we're, we're talking about pretty grim things. We're talking a lot of bad traffic. Uh, we're talking about that story in Berry Park about the, the, the very sad story of the three-year-old girl that was killed on Friday. We're getting lots of calls from people who know the area uh, and are coming up with their own suggestions for what should be done. Uh, Catherine, you've got text on that, if you and guess,
12: sir? Anne is uh, saying something here on, on the text that people may want to have a, a view on. Um, Regarding Berry Park, people in the area just stroll onto the road without looking, so if traffic stops for everyone, just think of the jams, crossing. With li- uh, crossings with lights are needed. Take up the random ones so drivers and pedestrians are safer. I'm so sorry a child had to die to prompt this long overdue conversation.
5: Here's an interesting thing. You know on um, uh, bendy roads and things where they have a sign that says warning bend? Yes. Do you know why those signs are there
12: because someone's
5: because two or three people have died is that right yeah i think I, I think it's 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 i think it's i in my head i'm sure it's three people have died but it might just be three serious accidents and one death but they only put those signs up when someone's been killed
12: there is a kind of process isn't there whereby they only take action if a number of people yeah. are killed yeah killed. it's
5: kind of a mathematical formula which is which is crazy when you think about it uh, but then there are some people that argue that putting signs up... You know, the whole nanny state thing, which I don't quite buy, really.
12: Could have done with some signs for those courtesy crossings, though. I, I You know, as I say, I've been driving over them for ages, thinking they were road humps. and yeah, realised realise uh, that's
5: what they were. Yeah, I don't really understand um, how they work. Uh, Matt's in Luton. Morning, Matt. Morning. Matt, what have you got for us? Uh, when I worked in Bury Park, I've gone back
9: a good few years. You were only allowed to put your... Uh Wares, which is your stuff you're selling, a meter from the shop. Yeah that's where it all started from. Uh, I'm not being a racist but since the asian people came to berry park it's they, they park anywhere they're allowed to park anywhere they're allowed to uh put all their wares right out onto the curb.
5: Well yeah that, and that's that's uh, I, I don't think that's necessarily an asian thing. because I have seen uh, people who are non-asian parking where they you know pretty much where they would like. But also they're al- they're not breaking the rules I would imagine. They are allowed to put their wares where they put them. Well, why did it so change the rules? Well, well, if the rules have been changed, and I'm assuming they have, then that is the council's responsibility, isn't it?
9: Because you've got no place to walk when you go got past all these green grocery stores. And I all need that. to have
5: a little walk down there. I've driven down there. I need to have yeah, a little walk down and, there. Uh, the thing I,
9: I need to ask... Um, Robbie Williams... Yep. Mrs Delphire... Yeah. When i have oh, oh, hello, dear.
17: Oh, hello, dear. Oh, hello, Matt. <laughs> my
5: Scottish accent is be- probably better than Robin Williams' is in that film. No, your
9: Scottish accent is rubbish.
5: My, my, um... G- you can just about
9: speak English my- like
5: me. <laughs> my um, dad's cousin played football for Aberdeen. Yes. And then Chelsea. Oh, oh! Sad. Sad. Well.
17: But- oh, hello, You, You
5: do Mrs Doubtfire then, go on. uh I, I, hello. My name is Mrs. Delfire. <laughs> you said Mrs. Hellfire.
9: All right, Hellfire.
5: But no, it's Doubtfire. Right, do that again. Right, hang on. Listen to this, Kelly. This is brilliant. This is Matt. This is Matt being Mrs. Doubtfire. Go on.
9: Hello. My name is Mrs. Delfire.
5: <laughs> That's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Let's ask, it's let's it's ask Kelly Bess. as good as Kenny Rogers would do it. Oh, for flipping it. Go on, go on Kelly. What do you reckon? What? Well? What do you mean? What do I reckon? Well, what do, I'm asking for your opinion. If if you were um, to Lisa, no, not to Lisa. If you were Louis Walsh, no, not Louis Walsh. If you were David Walliams on the X Factor, would He's you not
10: on the X Factor? The
5: pop the pop quiz. Britain's Got Mike Talent. Mike Reid's pop quiz with Britain's Got Talent. Okay. Would Matt have got through with that?
10: Very much. Can you do it again, Matt? Hello, my name is Mrs. Doubtfire. It, it, it's
5: getting better. Let's bring Catherine. Matt is calling in and doing a Mrs. Doubtfire impression. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it really is lovely. Matt, it, it's getting better with each each turn, but it's still pretty pretty ropey. Matt, You're taking a mic. Yes, I am. Away you go, Matt. Hello, my name is Mrs. Doubtfire.
12: Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, but what
9: do you mean beautiful? That's absolutely brilliant.
17: Let <laughs> <laughs>
9: me sick of you like you don't appreciate talent.
17: Wow, where did that come from?
10: What I, I liked, you know it's my
17: most,
10: birthday. <laughs> what I like the most is the contrast in Matt's real voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, he just completely owned me on my birthday. He totally did.
5: That impression was ropey.
10: I'd like to hear Matt uh, uh, missed out impression of Matt. <laughs>
5: That's too much of a head uh, mess. Don't mess with my head, baby. Oh wait, four five nine, four double five, five double five. You can call if you want. If you want to do a Mrs. Doubtfire, you're more than welcome to. You can call in and do a Mrs. Doubtfire. And yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire was Irish. Was she Irish or Scottish? Scottish. He was doing an Irish. Unbelievable. Uh, We're also talking about autographs. I got Jackie Chan's autograph yesterday. Yeah. Jackie Chan's autograph. What am I doing today? I'm buying a frame for it. I'm so excited. I became a 15-year-old fanboy. Jackie Chan, of course, the uh, the, the Chinese Kung Fu movie star. He's brilliant. Brilliant. I became, I was texting all my mates. My wife got me Jackie Chan's autograph. Oh, that's welcome. Cool. Uh, you can call in and let us know whose autographs you've got and why they're so special to you. Jackie Chan and the monkeys. They're the, they're the ones for me. Um... Also, we're trying to work out as well why having someone's autograph is so important. Why, why does it mean anything? My mum's got an autograph book from the 60s and it's got Tom Jones when he used to have a ponytail, apparently. And it's got other people in there. But most of them, we don't know, we can't remember who they are. So why is having an autograph such a, a, a special thing? Did you know Tom Jones used to have a ponytail? Did he? My mum constantly tells this story. She, when she gets her autograph book out, <laughs> no. by the way, guys, uh, I, I hope the uh, care home where my mum is, I hope they find my mastermind trophy pretty sharpish. Oh. When that was there yesterday, I was going to show the boys, it wasn't on the windowsill. Hope they find it pretty sharpish, guys.
12: All right. Did you get a tie? <laughs>
5: mastermind tie
12: yeah when one of my teachers was on like proper mastermind not celebrity
5: <laughs> <laughs> mate mate no i'm gonna stop you there i beat yeah i beat scott mills yeah i beat nolan i beat um, jimmy mcgovern Thanks, he's intelligent
12: cool, yeah so when um, my teacher was on the real one he came back with an array of mastermind ties
5: i won a trophy i won glory i won respect that's all i needed they i was obviously like i was someone
12: I got two questions right on university challenge last night
5: Someone obviously pulled out because uh, I got a call quite short notice to do Mastermind and I was the only one, the only one that didn't have a rehearsal, not of the questions but of the sitting down and having a chat. I was the only one because they always thought, oh, we'll, we won't keep him for long.
12: No, Marlon, Dingle. So they, exactly. What's the nearest?
5: And I sat down and thing. it's um, Humphreys, right? Yes.
12: Yeah, that's his, that's his thing.
5: First question. Right. Oh, so, it's friendly ch- so Scott Mills, what's it like working on Radio 1? So Nolan, what was it like being a Nolan? So Jimmy McGovern, what was it like writing Cracker? Me? First question. So, the 11 o'clock show. How on earth was that allowed to go on television?
12: Aye. That's him trying to sound down with the kids but actually Aye. sounding like he's telling you off. He
5: was telling me off. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Ties. No, I won a trophy which has gone missing.
12: Okay. What's it look like? A chair? Oh, yeah,
5: no, no, it's, it's right not particularly right. nice. Thanks, Dave. But I won that. I'll have to go on again and win another one.
12: It's, you know it's That's being used one one as a doorstop <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the <that> home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Uh, Martin's in Luton. Good morning, Martin. Oh, good morning. There was a point to that conversation. Um, I, I cannot, for the life of me, remember what it was, so we'll move on. You've called in about Berry Park.
9: Yeah, that's right. Um, what I wanted to say was that when they first did it, they um, put in all these, what I considered to be speed humps in red brick, um, and I was finding that, I mean, I don't travel through there an awful lot, but I was finding that people walking straight out in the road in front of me, treating them as were crossings.
5: They, they, these are the raised courtesy crossings. That's right, yeah, right. well...
9: Yeah, so basically what I did was I um, phoned Luton Police oh. and I was put through to the traffic division and I said um, are these zebra crossings have people got the right of way on them? And I was told, no, they haven't. Um, we will let the Muslim... That's the words they used. We will let the community know. They should not be walking out in front of you and they have not got the right of way.
5: Well, this, uh, see, I'm not quite sure what the, the rules are on these courtesy crossings. I don't know who has the well, right of in, way. In Helton Regis, they've got
9: exactly the same idea... Um, and they've now put black and white lines across them to show there's ever crossings, the ones that should be. Right. Which okay. makes it completely understandable
5: yeah. and easy for the motorist and easy for the pedestrian. Yeah. No, you're right, Martin. Thank you very much for that. Oh wait, I, I don't understand these courtesy crossings. I didn't know they were. I, I thought they were speed bumps. Remember when speed bumps used to be called sleeping policemen. I'm that old. You don't remember that, do you? Of course I do. You're older than me.
12: I am not older than you.
5: Sleeping policeman. I Can we not have that, bring that back instead of speed humps? I don't think we want to be encouraging people to drive over sleeping policemen. Well, no, I'm not saying literally, but it was, it was just a nice... Well, it's just putting the idea in their heads, isn't it? I remember standing near a sleeping policeman once and watching... A real one or a... George Cole record Minder. Gosh, you really are very old. <laughs> I am really, really old. Really old. He
12: was in the original Ebenezer Scrooge film, wasn't he? Christmas Carol. Oh, what, The Shaman. No, George Cole.
5: Which original?
12: The black and white one.
5: Was he really? Yeah, I
12: think he was young Ebenezer. Is he? I'm
5: going to ask the question, is he still alive? Is Henry Root still alive? He's passed away, is he? Mm. OK.
12: That's why it I, you know, dates you, because he was passed well, away quite a long time ago. Loads of people
5: have died while I've been alive. Yeah, but quite a long time ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Really earning my money this morning, aren't I? Yeah, in a, in a special way. I don't even know what that means, but I'm sure it's an it's insult. It's yeah. It's horrible. I keep going to look at the front pages, but I don't want to, because they're all miserable. Mm. All the front pages are miserable. What about
10: the back pages?
5: Sports, isn't it? It's all about um, Rory McElroy, the golfing Michael superstar. Roy.
12: Yeah, they're kind of saying that because he split up with his girlfriend, he's uh, golfing better. Yeah, blame the woman.
5: Yeah, the, the, au contraire, the exact opposite happened to Tiger Woods. Woods, Whoops. Yeah. Woods. 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 Tiger Woods. There's, there's an appropriate did, name was if the ever problem. there wasn't, yes.
17: Yeah. You see? Yeah.
5: Uh, here's something. Pretty crazy. Raoul leaves city with two Miss Birmingham's. Pardon? Pretty crazy. Raoul leaves city with two Miss Birmingham's. Me, Raul: Two girls have been crowned Miss Birmingham in a bitter row between rival versions of the beauty contest. Oh, I
12: thought you were still talking sport.
5: Katie Stamps. 21 was delighted to win the city's regional heat, and now has her sights set on the coveted Miss England title.
17: Oh.
5: If she were to win that, she would be able to compete in Miss World. What for? But there's another beauty pageant in town, and it has chosen Christina Jagpal 26 as Miss Birmingham.
12: Hey, I've got an idea. Yeah? it's one way to sort this out. Yeah.
5: She was named the city's most beautiful young woman Fight. in a rival pageant, Fight. Miss Great Britain. <laughs> Furious Miss England, you can't encourage fight. Furious Miss England bosses There'd claim be hair painting, and eyelashes everywhere. A five foot nine construction worker from Kidderminster, she'll win. Is the only girl entitled to call herself Miss Birmingham? I'll put my money on her. Would you please? But they cannot afford the twenty five thousand pound costs of a legal battle with the rival setup. So fight. Rachel Barker, Miss England regional director for the West Midlands, said, "I
12: am livid." Ding, ding. Round one.
5: They have no right to use the term, but unless we take them through the High Court, we can't do anything. Okay. Oh, okay. Katie is utterly confused. Well, that's not polite. Bye. Oh, there's more to the sentence. <laughs> Asking if she's still Miss Birmingham. <laughs> am I still... Oh, uh, yeah, Am I still Miss Birmingham, Lake? Close. What do you want to say? In the other corner, however, Miss Great Britain insists... Eight
12: corners. In the red corner.
5: Every legal right to name its winner Miss Birmingham. Oh, National... National director Kate Solomon revealed she'd paid for ownership of the name Miss Great Britain from. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I've got no idea stuck, what's going you know. on. National director Kate Solomon revealed she'd paid for ownership of the name Miss Great Britain from Miss Tourism World. Christina from Edgebaston held the rival Miss England title in 2012. She Why are we
12: still reading this? It makes no difference at all to anyone's life. She extended an olive
5: branch to Katie, saying. I'm from Birmingham. I get along with everybody, and I'm happy to work with another Miss Birmingham. Oh, that's the right answer, Katie said. I've put all my I've put my all into representing the city. I cannot believe something like this could jeopardise it all. And I want to have a go on the slide.
12: If she wants to represent the city, why doesn't she run for office? Something that actually involves a little bit of. They are
5: uh, both beautiful women. I would say. Christina Jagpal wins.
12: Yeah. Well, she's the one that would win anyway in the fight, wouldn't
5: no. she? No. No. No, Katie would win in the fight.
12: Let's see. Which one was the construction worker?
5: Um, well, not the one you think. Oh. The other one. Why, does anybody, why would anybody go into a, a, a beauty S- pageant just, in 2014, yeah. yeah?
12: I'm just checking the year. This stuff still matters, apparently.
5: Flippin' heck.
6: Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. Very heavy moving on the speed sensor at the moment on the A1, the Great North Road, heading southbound at the Black Cat roundabouts. Severe delays on the M25 heading anti clockwise following an accident between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. Seeing very big queues at the moment uh, to Junction 23 at the A1M, taking well over an hour to get through at the moment. Very heavy moving on the North Orbital Road just off the M25. And in Park Street, the A414, that's looking quite heavy on the sensors around the Park Street roundabouts. And severe delays on the Bakerloo line between Queen's Park and Harrow and the Wildstone following a signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Nicola, thank you very much. <laughs> Right, it's 8.47. It is Tuesday, the 12th of August. I'm Ian Lee, and we're going to go out for a fry-up after this. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Business leaders in the Berry Park area of Luton say they warned councillors about a road where a three-year-old girl died. Relatives have been told there will be a public debate over items left on graves at Sandy Cemetery. And tributes are coming in for actor Robin Williams, who's been found dead in California. Taking your calls 08459 455 555 and we will be finding out what exactly is one of the mysteries of the Abbots Langley fire station. But before that, here's Kate with the weather.
3: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: Good morning. It's a dry and bright start for many of us this morning. Others, though, have got a bit of cloud, perhaps a spot of rain, but you're barely going to feel it at the moment. We do run the risk of one or two showers moving in from the west, so one or two of those could be quite heavy and more likely to reach us by the afternoon. In the meantime, enjoy the sunny spells. We've still got the brisk wind, though. It's a southwesterly, so any showers we do get will blow through quite quickly, and eventually overnight those showers are going to die out. The maximum temperature later getting up to around 21 Celsius. Overnight, we'll see the temperature drop down to around 12 Celsius and the wind will fall just a little bit lighter not completely disappear just a little lighter for tomorrow it remains breezy and it's a similar day cool, bright, sunny spells with some scattered showers and that's your forecast
3: Nick Coffer across Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
4: I'm at Bletchley Park today for a very, very important special occasion. For me, being out of the studio is about putting faces to names and bringing to life all that's brilliant about Beds, Hearts and Bucks. If you know the high street here and you've never seen what goes on behind you, you really should because it's like a whole new world. Nick Coffer. Here we go. I think for my listeners, they get a chance to hear about places they may never have visited. In fact, they may never have heard of. Here and we go. And they hear the get stories ready. from the people that bring those here we places go. to life. That- is one of the mysteries of Abbott's Langley
5: Fire Brigade. And we stop it there. That is one of the mysteries... We've got that clip. Let me get that clip. Right, here we go. That is one of the mysteries of Abbott's Langley Fire Brigade. But what is the mystery of Abbott's Langley Fire Brigade? Langley Fire Brigade? <laughs> Well, stuck for anything else to do, as mm. the, uh, the, um, the radio car has been hijacked by Jonathan Vernon Smith, of all people. Literally, he hijacked it with a gun and a mask. We sent Danny Bailey out to find out what is one of the mysteries the of, of Abbott, Abbott Slangley, Slangley Fire Brigade. But Gound. where did we
12: send her? Abbott Slangley. That would seem appropriate.
5: And what did she find out? This. One of the mysteries.
8: Pierre, do you know what the mystery of Abbots Langley Fire Brigade is? No,
5: I'm afraid. I've got no idea at
8: all. Bob, do you know what the mystery of Abbots Langley Fire Brigade is? I've
6: never heard of it. I've only been here 10 years.
8: You've never heard a whisper?
4: No, not at all.
8: Irene, do you know anything about the mystery of Abbots Langley Fire Brigade? I had heard of it, but my mum and dad and my mother-in-law would have known all about it, because they'd been here all their lives. I've been here 50 years and I have heard of it. It's more likely in the book of Abbots Langley but you just can't... For the no, love you. Remember. I can't, can't think what it is. It's too early in the morning. Linda, do you know anything about the mystery of Abbots Langley Fire Brigade?
23: I do not know anything, no. Because I, ha- I live in the village all my life, but I've lived in the lower end of the village, not this end, so I don't know, sorry, no.
8: Do you know anyone that would know?
23: My husband might, because he's lived in the village all his life, but um, he's obviously at work all the time, so I don't really know who could help you. Conspiracy! Yep, yeah, they Cons- all know. They all know the mystery, mystery of, of Abbott Langley
5: Fire, Fire Brigade, but they do not want to tell us! They can't. This is outrageous. This is like uh, Village of the Damned. I've never seen that film. Children of the Corn? I don't think I've seen that film. The, one the where- Wicker Man. That's exactly what it's like. I was going to cite the um, the one where um, uh, the man from Waterworld um, makes a baseball pitch, but that's better. Do you remember
12: that bit? Yeah. I, remember I watched the- that with my parents.
5: It was very uncomfortable. It, the, the, the Wicker Man is, I mean, let's be honest, it's a load of old rubbish.
12: No, true story.
5: <laughs> Isn't it a biography of uh, Christopher, Christopher Lee. <laughs> That's how he got his break into show business. Uh, But why would they not tell us the mystery of Abbott's Langley Fire Brigade? Why would they not tell us that?
10: Is that man listening? Because maybe he could call in. That man has never
5: been seen since. It's funny because a man who looked just like him died uh, 20 years ago to to the day on that very spot that you saw those hitchhikers on a road that there were no hitchhikers when you turned back around.
8: Or highwaymen.
5: Highwaymen. Highway women and highway babies. <laughs> 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 We're the highway family. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Give us your gold, but it is nice to meet you. But give us your gold quick.
12: Your money or your life.
5: Yeah, here we go. You'd give the money, wouldn't you? Because if they, if they take your life, they're still going to take the money. So what give if you
12: misheard the- and thought wife, <laughs> some of those wives would have been glad. Anyway. The
5: thing is, right, the thing about the olden days that is not hammered home enough is that everyone was filthy. Yeah. They had wooden teeth. And frightened. And were frightened and filthy and dirty. I mean, really dirty, hairy people.
12: I learned something very alarming about the Stuarts yesterday.
5: Oh, yeah. What, the Patrick Stuarts? (laughs) No. (laughs) From Star Star Trek? No,
12: then people that lived around the time of the Stuart Kings.
5: Yeah, the Patrick Stuarts. He's old enough.
12: I'm sure he's played one at some point.
5: Uh, he's played something.
12: <laughs> anyway, then... He, he wants to try to get my friend.
5: Fire. Thanks, man. Speaking Be- of fun, better put
12: they me used out. I used to use smoke to resuscitate people. Oh.
5: That's where the phrase, what? I'm going to yes. blow smoke up...
12: your your um, no. resuscitation or... Patrick Stewart.
5: Patrick Stewart used to he smoke... He's got a fight? fetish. No, let's not, please. Stop. No, Patrick Stewart once encouraged my friend to get involved in uh, political activities. Oh. And my friend uh, said to me, I don't really want to, but he's quite... Forceful, <laughs> he bullied him into um, standing up for political activities. Coins. Okay. No, I not class coins as a friend. Anyone heard from
12: him? Not now, in? anyway. No, not after that
17: thing.
5: after the lost weekend we had of uh, two weeks of uh, radio. Uh, anyway, so what were we talking about? Can't remember. No, Mysteries. Know. So we don't know what the mystery of Abbott's Langley Fire My Brigade has. is.
12: Maybe that's the mystery.
5: There is no mystery.
12: They don't want us to think there's a mystery. Paul
5: Daniels is going in Celebrity Big Brother. Is he though? Um, magi- well, it's no. Well, ah, now it's it feels in the like sun. It's already been in it. It's in the sun. You see, if it, and here's a little tip, okay? If a name is mentioned in the, the Daily Star of someone that's going in the house, they probably are. It's probably a legitimate leak because they're owned by Desmond. If it's mentioned in the Sun, it's not quite so definite. Right. But here's here's one for you guys. I'm so excited by this. I even ordered a DVD so that if when I meet this gentleman, I can get it signed. What whizbit? No, no, not him now, I'm someone else in there. Ladies and gentlemen, it is rumoured and quite strongly rumoured that going into the Celebrity Big Brother house is none other than Mr. Gary Boosie. Yeah, I heard that. Gary (gasps) Boosie! Really? What's your favourite Gary Boosie film, Kels?
10: Oh, I don't know.
5: You don't know who he is, do you?
10: I know his face. What does he look like? He's got like a, a face that so should be a cartoon, but it's not. He has, actually.
5: Yeah. He's going to be in... He, I ordered The Buddy Holly Story on DVD. Have you seen that film, Catherine?
12: Yeah. Uh, I think so. Oh. oh no, La Bamba. <laughs>
5: That's the other fella yeah, in the plane. That. Buddy Holly Story is a brilliant film. I think you'd like it. I, I th- would. think you'd like it. I
12: don't really like Buddy Holly, though. Yeah.
5: <gasps> Oh, you're is that gonna, an impediment? You're going to struggle with it. It's a, it's a lot of Buddy Holly. Do you not like Buddy Holly? <laughs> don't think I do. <laughs> a little bit. No, it frustrates but, me. But Gary Boosie is a lunatic. I mean, he's insane. He did way too much acid in the 60s. So he plays, he plays Buddy Holly like a lunatic. Right. Anyway, I've, I've ordered that on DVD last what night. What so films were,
10: were he in? Was, was he in Point Break with Looks Keanu? Like he might have been, but yeah. I'll tell you what he was in.
5: Gone. I love Gary Boosie. Weapon? Yep. Never seen it.
12: Oh, that's quite good. I've never
5: seen a Lethal Weapon movie. Just
12: one more... Is that not just one more...
5: I don't know, I've not seen it.
12: One more job, and the guy keeps getting convinced. I
5: don't know, I've not seen it, mate. So you, you can you can it's describe...
12: That, it's, that's what it is.
5: You can describe the film as much as you want. I've not seen it.
12: OK. I'll describe it as much as I want. So you've got Mel Gibson.
5: N- all right, don't... All right. Other people... Now, I don't know any of these other people. He's got a mullet. Lawrence Goodger...
12: No, that's a woman, Lauren Goodger. She um, Lauren. was in TOWIE.
5: OK, Stephanie Pratt.
12: She was in... Um, she's been in it before. Can't be her again. Oh, no, that's the sister of... You remember this. Oh, that couple that went in, Spidey. His L- sister.
5: Lettuce... Well, S- S- Spidey from uh, Coronation Street, who no, lived them with... No, um, um,
12: that couple that went in, they were all... Oh,
5: all right, oh, yeah. And then they
12: said it was all a big game. There's a woman called Lettuce. Lettuce yeah. Roadbottom. I don't know why she's <laughs> in it, because she just went on um, X Factor or something.
5: Uh, George Gilby... I know this young lady, Josie Cunningham. boobop up on the NHS. She's not, is she? This is what this is, it says in the sun. No. I've also heard rumours of... It was me.
12: Oh, well, it's about time, is it? What for Shaggy?
5: Shaggy. That's the rumour I've heard.
12: Well, Coolio's done it, so there's a precedent.
5: What is... Uh, now, I've not seen this Tumble programme. Has anyone seen this Tumble I, um, happened upon it. So it's, it's celebrities... Doing Is this not like, wasn't there, um, a circus show with Ruby Wax? Yes, yeah, so that she regrets doing. Apparently it was, was, was a stinker.
12: Yeah, and she wasn't allowed to say that it was all a big joke. Oh, you're not allowed... She all- to take it really seriously. Oh, people, she said she'd yeah. go on thinking that she could do it like Ruby Wax, taking the mickey, but they all took it really seriously.
5: Yeah, I've, yes, I've done jobs like that. I'm doing one now. <laughs> um, but, so the celebrities, um, but they're all rubbish... Lee from Steps, um, Sarah Harding, who once chatted me up. Yeah. Someone from TOWIE and Emma Sams. Oh.
12: But
5: all, I used to have a crush on Emma Sams. But I used also, to, to be her. Also, and here's the thing, why is this guy not on television more, genuinely? Peter Duncan. Oh, Duncan Why is he, why is he not on television? Why is he, I do, maybe he's, he does Did a regional... No, nothing happened with Duncan. He just fell out of favour. It was cos he was wearing the green and white check suit too often. Oh, right. Flash uh, Gordon. He was great in that. He was great in that. But why is Peter Duncan not doing a show, I don't know, here, and then why is he not on television?
12: Well, because he's not done that show yet, and then people realise that Peter Duncan is still around and ready.
5: I like Peter Duncan. Kelly you who know, used him... to
12: work here? Simon Groom.
5: Yeah, yeah. We used to support Derby County. It's the only yeah. thing I know about Simon Groom. And he's it? a farmer. Yeah, and he's a little bit boring, was not he? No, no, nice fella. I bet he was lovely. Did you, uh. Nope. You sure? Positive. Would you?
12: Definitely not.
5: Peter Duncan? Definitely. If you had to cop off with a member of the Blue Peter team? Shep. Oh, for goodness sakes. Travel news for beds,
6: cards, and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M25 heading anti clockwise, seeing long delays of well over an hour following an accident between junction 19 at Watford and junction 18 for Chorleywood, looking very busy to junction 23 for the A1M at the moment. In Ricketwood, very heavy moving on the North Orbital Road, just off the M25. And in Park Street, the A414 is looking quite heavy around the Park Street roundabout on the speed sensors. So far, looking at the Bakerloo line, severe delay still between Queen's Park and Harrow and the Wildstone. That's following a signal failure. The M1 is quite slow as well, just between Junction 10A for the Kidneywood Roundabout and Junction 10 for Luton Airport. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Nicola, thank you very
5: much indeed. Well, that's the end of the show. We never did find out why some people think that autographs are so important and there's me saying I'm going to get Gary Boosie to sign a copy of the, uh, the Buddy Holly story. Ah, well. Thank you for all of your calls and your texts and your emails and your tweets, even the rude ones. JBS is up next. Kelly, Danny, Kath and myself will be back tomorrow at six. Until then, ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
14: Thank you, Ian. Good morning and welcome to
20: the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith, live from Flamstead in Hertfordshire.